Yeah, whatever. Uh, <laughs> we're, we're 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 still we're still doing this uh, for what tips or something? Is that, uh, is, that is that is that is that, is that why? The tip. Can you imagine if we were doing this for money? <laughs> <laughs> this would be a shitty investment. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'd, I'd, uh, I'd, I'd probably, uh, if I was paying for this, I'd, I'd probably write some angry letters. If I, I was, if I could, if write. I was spraying for this. Ooh. Oh, nice play on words. Not really though. Yeah. Is, that, is that, is that like it. saying if you were hard for this? It's, it's either, uh, it's either if I was shooting people, like if I was a, if I was a shooter for the the pod, or if I was uh, releasing <laughs> jism. No, those are the two options I think. Spraying and praying for this show. <laughs> Frankly, it's probably balls. <laughs> Mike, what's on your phone? What's going on? Uh, was, you know, I'm just uh, putting out the, uh, the the promotionals and stuff. You know, like hey, oh, we're the, about to go live. The the, the APB, as yeah, they say, the all uh, psychos bulletin. <laughs> all, we're all psycho clowns, folks. <laughs> we're edgy boys, <laughs> man. So. This might be uh, this might be controversial. This might be surprising. All right. So I had uh, I had barbecue in North Carolina, right? Yeah. It was pretty good. It was pretty good. And then I I had some barbecue uh, up here in Wisconsin. It was not very good. You said it was not yeah. very good. Yeah. Yeah, barbecue in Wisconsin just sounds like a bad idea. I don't yeah. know why. It just isn't seems that, like isn't that surprising though that the South, that that North Carolina has better barbecue than uh, this frozen shithole. Just like I thought you were calling Wisconsin the South, and I was like, well, that's not <laughs> right at all. Yeah, that's why I moved down here. I wanted to. I wanted to get together yeah. with my southern roots. I, I moved yeah. down to Wisconsin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Look, geography is uh, relative, you know. You ever see that uh, that that show, The King and I? No. You never saw The King and I, the old the old the musical. You never. You're not a fan of musicals. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's uh, not going to come as a shock to anybody. I hope. There's a, there's a there's a moment in The King and I. Uh, it's about this this uh, white lady, this fucking white lady who goes over to uh, to Siam. That's yeah, and, and she 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 domesticates uh, yeah. a, a royal brown. She, she teaches brown people how to be how to be uh, people, uh, and uh, and all, one of the things all like like dumbass fork etiquette, like you silly savages. Yeah, yeah the, it's mostly the, the that shit. Fork goes on but, the right. <laughs> but but the one the one part of it I always remember, even though I've forgotten, frankly, most of it, uh, is that uh, she is she's hanging out with all these little students, and uh, they're learning about Siam and uh how big it is and like its place in the world 
And they're like, a Siam is 99% of the planet. And then outside of it is a horrible world and no one likes it. And she's like, gosh, that's not appropriate geography. Actually. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, Britain is 99% of the world. (laughs) I'm just assuming. Exactly. Yeah, she is. I I think I'm I'm like, I'm like 99% sure she's British. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that seems correct. Just just off of the, the vague description you gave me of, of what this is. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to think of like one song from that that show. And I can't. So I you, know there's... you remember as much about it as I do. Yeah. <laughs> now that yeah. you've explained the basic premise. <laughs> yeah. Uh there's some popular songs in it. What are they? <laughs> I, I feel like I've repressed them all. Yeah. Cause like uh like uh, I, I I would hate to actually enjoy any of those songs. You know, the best thing about it about the movie version is uh, the person they have playing the fucking the, the fucking king of Siam uh, is uh, is Yule Brenner. <laughs> is what Yule Goddamn Brenner? Hell yeah, that guy's not uh, not very brown. From from what no, I but he he had somewhat squinty eyes, and he he was like bald in most of the shit that he did. So they always put him into these weird like Asian esque roles. Yeah, and so like he was Ramses in the Ten Commandments and shit. <laughs> oh yeah, notably uh, Asian Egypt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, and I mean he looks. He looks right for the weird orientalized version of Egypt that we had yeah, in like I was the say, 50s. It's, it's, you know? it's just any kind of like uh, ethnic, uh, like yeah, where it's like that man looks like he has a tan yeah. and like maybe a slight like epicanthic fold kind of thing mm. going on. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but uh, that motherfucker, he was born in fucking Oblast. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, where a lot Ooh, of brown, brown people brown. come from, I've heard. Yeah, all of them. All of them. All right. Uh, we got a minute more. We Fuck do you. Have a minute. You're right. Fuck you. I, I thought I thought we had less time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, this time I, I fired up the stream in advance. We're not streaming yet. Oh no! Fuck! Oh shit! Oh god! Oh, no, no, We're not streaming oh, yet. God. But for whatever reason, last yeah. time I did this, it cut off like the first ten minutes. And then it wasn't yeah, until like a day later I went back to check the video, and that first ten minutes was was there again. So, oh, okay, I, I don't okay. know what the fuck happened there, but yeah, because I I warned you about that. I popped in for a couple minutes. Yeah, I was like, you I, I couldn't find anything up, you wrong idiots. on my end. So, you stupid you know, fucking whatever. assholes. Anyways, uh, you fucking it is, fools. It is that time now. So, John, um, yeah, make him wait for it. Uh, yeah, uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me join the uh. Discord. <laughs> Should have already been there, son. <laughs> All right, I'm there. <laughs> oh shit! Did we start? Oh, shit, shit. Did we start yet? Oh, fuck, oh, fuck. He turned into that guy that has to be, like, drug out of his trailer to, to like... I, I haven't read my lines yet. What's up, guys? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. All right. 
All right. Yeah. Hello and welcome to the Benzo Reemption oh, episode yeah. 99. That's we right. did we're it. Just, we nearing, did it. Yeah, we're still live. Uh, it is the 8th of July, 2022. I am your host, Michael Deebs. I'm joined at sometimes uh, by co-host uh, Danko Suvin from the Instagram handle at Dinkdeluz. Also joined as sometimes by uh, John the Producer from the Instagram uh, handle. Doesn't post hey. anything, doesn't do anything. Bully him on, uh, uh, what is it, Discopathic on Instagram? Uh, I assume it's sometimes for you too, I, fucking shithead. I show up to... to work way more often than Danko does. I don't that's know if that's true. true yeah. I, that's not like even true whole, during your tenure. He had like a whole year before you to begin with, so he's got like seniority in that respect. Um, sorry, okay. respect's probably not a good word to use with him. Uh, he's got seniority yeah, in that no. regard. <laughs> hey, yeah, uh, so, so uh, it's, been, it's been a couple of days off for, for everybody, uh, except for me. Uh, I never take a day off. I never sleep. Uh, and uh, and well, I'm always, can, I've always got my finger on the pulse. Um, you, you, canceled, uh, you canceled our vacation. Uh, yeah, you got to. That's recall, true. That is true. I don't recall making that mandatory. I, I remember saying, look, it's up to you whether or not you want to keep your job. And I'll I'll show you the pulse you have your finger on. It's <laughs> yeah. at the base of my cock. I, yeah, I knew that was my coming. penis. Yep. <laughs> That's great. Hey, uh, so starting starting with brownest people in the room, uh, John, how are you doing? How how are you today? Hey, oh, uh, you know, I just wish I was dead. You know, <laughs> and like I feel like the sun is trying to kill us or me specifically, and I feel like there's nowhere that I can hide. So you know, yeah. yeah. Uh, that seems traumatic. Anyways, uh, Danko, how are you doing? I am the second brownest. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, it's not by order of brownest. I just thought we'd start with the brownest. Uh, sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I will. I will first off say that uh, you know how we always make fun of white women for uh, <laughs> you know like loving pizza and shit. Like, right. <laughs> they just know, they're very we do that, but... they're, they're very basic and relatable, you know. Yeah. Um well, uh it's it's only going to be a couple days probably before we start making fun of them uh and anyone that uh, talks about wanting to die uh because that's going to be just so basic and relatable. It already is, frankly. Yeah. So Right. Yeah, that, I mean, that millennial humor is like yeah. <laughs> I want to oh, die LOL. Oh, you, you want to die? How about some pepperoni pizza, you fucking idiot? <laughs> pepperoni pizza yeah. will be the new new euphemism for I want to die. Anyway, yeah, I want to die. I, I could really go for some pepperoni pizza in my mouth, and that's actually like a, I don't know, a gun. Yeah, well, I mean, there in the future, there's only two different kinds of people, right? There's people that want pepperoni pizza, which is the the sweet embrace of death, and there are people that want cheese pizza, and those are people that are invited onto Epstein's plane. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just just plain cheese pizza is fucking bizarre. I've always thought that's a that's a four chan reference. CP I mean, means child pornography. Oh, oh, oh. oh I didn't catch yes, that one. Does. Uh, <laughs> yes, it does. Yes, it does. I have not been <laughs> on the internet in, in that yeah. way in somewhat. Well, some which while. pulse is your fucking finger on? Not this one, apparently. I got my finger on the pulse of grass. All right, and I yeah. touch it. Um, I got, 
I got my finger on the pulse of your ass. <laughs> yep. And you go ahead, continue. What, what do you do? You touch it? Well, it, that's it's implied. Nah, I want you to say it explicitly, though. I will. I, uh, hey, so I don't know if I you go guys ahead and lube up one episode, thing. But, um, um, would you would you guys was like bad. to address why you uh, you weren't on the last episode? Oh, um, I, I did tell the audience <laughs> a little bit about it, which is that you were both caught in the uh, the same restroom stall. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Danko came finger, here to Texas, tapping. and uh, it's a. Uh, it's probably illegal here in Texas, so that's probably why uh, they put us in jail with 10 more men, which, you know, just made it better, but, you know. Hey, you know, I appreciate that positive mental uh, attitude you have there. Yeah, <clears throat> for real. Yeah, it's very good. Anyways, welcome back, gentlemen. Uh, I, hey, I you have, didn't ask I have... me, you piece of shit. I did ask you. you I asked you how you were. Yeah. Oh, well, oh you, you mean, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Jesus would, you, would you like to comment Christ. on why you and John are both in the same stall? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'd like and, to give a shout out to Field Trip, which is uh, a beautiful noise music venue and uh, talky, talky talk salon and distro that opened in Northern Carolina. Uh, or North Carolina, as they say, North Carolina, uh, North, North Carolina. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> sorry, I got, <laughs> I got King and I, so King in the eye, yeah. the, the King and I on my brain. Uh, anyway, um, I went down there for a week, uh, and checked it out and it's very cool. So if you live around there, check it out. Uh, it's like the only thing like it in the area. Uh, so that's why I was gone. I was visiting real friends almost touching grass you would say <clears throat> there was some grass almost. it's very humid down there you know uh i learned i like uh, i like humidity it's very green it's in greensboro north carolina which is an appropriately named place it's very green it's very very green so there's a lot of grass to touch. a lot of well, full foliage 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 <laughs> Uh, cool. So, uh, speaking of touching grass and or seeing a lot of grass, uh, our our first uh, our first link for the evening and and what you're doing with that fox is I think not great. But um, I'm gonna try to move on from it. Uh, so Jordan Peterson, uh, we talked about it briefly on the last episode. Um, not not we as in the people on this particular episode, because uh, two of you weren't here. Uh, but uh, this podcast rather talked about it on the last episode uh, that Jordan Peterson went and got himself banned from Twitter by uh, basically just intentionally dead naming someone. And um, it's probably, I mean, it's, he purpose. went back to the classics, you know? Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, yeah, right. Um, he, he started his career off uh, uh, doing like public access, like men need to shape up sort of stuff while wearing a fucking fedora and a pinstripe suit. Um, really blew up when he decided to like strongly oppose a bill that basically just respected the rights of trans people. Middle C sixteen, yeah, C sixteen, which did absolutely nothing. He claimed it did, but uh, he he's adamant yeah. in proving that it's going to send people to prison. Uh, the I mean, that's to that's what you think. Yeah, that's I mean, what you think. Yeah. Half of Canada, half of Canada, which which equates to about four and a half people, are all in prison now for right. for calling people the wrong them. 
Um, the the closest anyone's gotten to like actually being sent to prison over this is um, there was a legal dispute between a father and I believe a uh, a daughter who had transitioned into being a daughter, and the father uh, during this legal dispute, uh, you know, during court proceedings, kept intentionally dead naming uh, this person who had changed their name and was identifying as a woman. I believe it was. Um, and uh, the judge was like, dude, you can't just like call her the wrong name. She changed it legally. That's her name now. Uh, and cool. like, that's fucked up. And if you keep doing it, you're going to be held in contempt of court. So it was really like he was being held in contempt of court for being a shitty person uh, during legal proceedings. Uh, and it had r almost basically nothing to do with C-16. But Jordan Peterson claims that that's proof that uh, C-16 is going to eventually send somebody to jail. Um, yeah, yeah, contempt and, and of court means I can't say the F word when right. I get killed by the Gestapo. <laughs> the court is holding me in contempt for saying the N word repeatedly uh, while, while the judge is reading out my sentence. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> the judge is Asian, by the way. Right, yeah. But, you know, you know where their allegiances lie. Um, oh, yeah. So, anyways, Jordan Peterson gets himself banned. I didn't know that this clip existed uh, uh, before we did our last episode. <laughs> Uh, but it was released pretty much right before uh, we we did it. So um, I usually turn everything off before before we go on and uh, do some meditation stuff like that to bring myself to a center of balance. Um, so I missed the release of this, but we're only gonna watch like the first four minutes of it because it's incredibly long and so pedantic and squirrely and really pathetic uh, that it, it's almost <laughs> sad to watch, but. But the first four minutes or so uh, really kind of gives you everything you need to know about where this is going. Hello, everyone. A few days ago, I penned an irritated tweet in response to one of the latest happenings on the increasingly heated culture war front. In response to the decision of an actress, actor named Ellen Elliot Page. <laughs> I am employing this awkward and impossible naming style because it is now apparently mandatory and am probably doing it wrong nonetheless, as you're doing it wrong is the whole point of what has been made mandatory. But also, I'm trying to make a point. I've essentially been banned from Twitter as a consequence. I say banned, although technically I have been suspended. But the suspension will not be lifted unless I delete the hateful tweet in question, and I would rather die than do that. <laughs> and hopefully it will not come to that. <laughs> so, so first up, he launches into, this is an impossible naming situation. Really, you just got to call uh, Elliot Page, Elliot Page. Like, that's that's all it is. Uh, there's nothing yeah. impossible about that. Um, it's It's no different than... You know, I've I've had friends who uh, changed their legal names, not even related to a transition of some sort. Um, I know people who use their middle names instead of their first names. Um, there there is no impossible naming situation here. Uh, this person uh, just decided that they would rather go by a certain name rather than another name, and uh, a, a different set of pronouns than the pronouns that they were they were assigned at birth. Um, to call it impossible is is i mean jordan peterson is a person who upholds the the traditional uh status of marriage right 
So if you were to continually call someone, uh, a woman who was married and took her husband's last name, the wrong last name over and over again, they would get upset at you for that. And, and Jordan Peterson would understand why. Uh, so he's basically fucking stupid. Second thing he goes on to say is that this is actually a ban, not a suspension. Well, it's, it's a suspension because he can lift it off of himself by deleting the tweet. Uh, he'll, he'll read the tweet in a, in a few moments, but, um, it is just a suspension. It's not a ban or anything like that. And, uh, it does appear that, uh, that he may have deleted that tweet because he's, he's able to, uh, have his profile viewed on Twitter again. Um, but the, we'll, uh, we'll get into the, that. In the, the tweet, uh, if I, if I remember, uh, just off the top of my head is, uh, Ellen Page's lack of mommy milkers makes me feel very sad because I miss when tomboys could be tomboys and still give me my mommy milk. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, uh, yeah, just go ahead and play it more, I guess. Gross. Although who the hell knows in these increasingly strange days. What was it that I said that caused such a fuss? And that fuss is just beginning. And even more importantly and complexly, what exactly was it that I said that resulted in the ban? Here's the tweet in question. Remember when pride was a sin? And Ellen Page just had her breasts removed by a criminal physician. Then a link to a story that detailed out the happenings. The response from Twitter, quote, violating our rules against hateful conduct. You may not promote violence against, <laughs> threaten, or harass other people on the basis of race, ethnicity, national origin, sexual orientation, gender, gender identity, religious affiliation, age, disability, or serious disease. By clicking delete, you acknowledge that your tweet violated the Twitter rules. Delete. If you think we've made a mistake, submit an appeal to us. Please note that should you do so, your account will remain locked while we review your appeal. Let's take this apart. First, it is clearly the case that I did not promote violence against or threaten anyone with my missive. So that leaves the arguably lesser sin of harass. Go ahead and pause right Let's there. Let's assume since I uh so so he uh rightfully sifts through this right and uh determines okay I didn't promote violence I didn't uh promote hatred necessarily or any of these things uh so that leaves harassment yeah you nailed it as it's against the rules still mm -hmm. so it's it's part of the rules that were cited and and what you did and uh, uh it's against the rules of the platform that you're on so what is the problem here? Why do you need this explained to you? Are you like that fucking bro brain broken on benzos that you can't like put this together and go, okay, they gave me like a whole section of rules. I've determined which one of these rules it must have been that I broke. Um, but now I'm going to try to argue against that, even though I recognize that like what I did was probably harassment of some form. I try so hard to get us fucking banned. I try so hard and it doesn't happen. It never and fucking this stupid works. piece of shit. All he has to do is harass 
protected groups. <sighs> I mean, it's not even. Have really I not said enough bad groups. things about it's Italians? Have I not? <laughs> have I not referenced the the hit the hit play The King and I frequently enough? <laughs> have I have up. I not put in the work? <laughs> you you have put in the work. Um, I'm just one, one day we'll. Uh, We'll, we'll get our just desserts and we'll finally be banned, I guess. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I hope so. So, but, so you know, here's, uh, here's the quick thing. question, if, though. Uh, if, okay. If, if uh, Jordan Peterson gets banned, right? And uh, yeah. apparently he just has oh. a fucking camera crew waiting to uh, to operate this, this uh, like, incredibly yeah. well-produced bitch session about getting banned he, yeah, from he has, Twitter. Yeah, he has 14 cameras around his face so they can do 13 different Dutch angles. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Robert Kelly uh, asked in the chat, uh, why does the camera keep angling away from his face? Who is he talking to? Uh, this is go. actually a Ben Shapiro like film uh, sort of thing. Uh, if you ever Dutch watch angle. Uh, Ben Shapiro clips, he does that that uh, that Dutch angle uh, a lot of times when, when he's doing a clip. Um, it so, makes you feel uh, I don't know what's this supposed to do that they're serious they're candid that they're candid I guess that right, this is yeah, all yeah, live yeah it's right. real it, 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 and, and MTV kind of like pioneered this kind of stuff a lot I yeah. think where they would do like edgy different angles and stuff like that um, and, and this is uh, this is actually very uh, classic uh, uh, Ben Shapiro sort of uh, filmography I guess actually um, the the so the uh the genesis of the dutch angle is uh it's actually i invented it i invented oh. it back uh so i i had a i had a girlfriend once uh 37 <laughs> years ago back to uh, and um and so uh what, what i would do is i would uh, point towards the window we lived in a bad a bad neighborhood you know you know what i mean by that yeah uh, anyway so i i would point at the window and i'd say oh my god and then she'd look over panicked thinking that uh you know like a person of color was walking by or something <laughs> and so i would uh, i would then pull up the uh the blankets over her head and i would release gas oh, uh, so, so. It was of an angle yeah I yeah Yep. Um, which nice. is why you know Ben Shapiro picked it up because he also has a girlfriend. He has a, <laughs> he has a doctor wife, yeah. uh, and uh, and he also yeah. <laughs> loves to fill her lungs with gas and is a racist. So I mean, like all <laughs> all of those things line up really well. Uh, which, so frankly, I mean, pretty much the same thing for uh, for GBP here. He's yeah. married to Miss Piggy. And uh, he loves to he loves to fart. In her face. <laughs> <laughs> um, shit, I, I forget why we even paused it here. <laughs> oh, oh, oh! So yeah, he he sifts through the rules. He figures out what what rule he violated, and and mind you, um, this this can't be considered censorship because. Nobody is required to uh, be on Twitter, and I wish to God more people would understand that nobody has to be on Twitter. <laughs> uh, I just, I, I wish more people would understand that getting banned from Twitter is a good thing. Yeah, right. And and uh, like I was gonna say, like so, Jordan Peterson gets banned. He's got a like he doesn't deserve ready. that. Uh, he's got a I actually agree ready. with with uh, Shut up, with uh, JBP here. I don't think he should be banned from Twitter because he's not doing anything based. 
I mean, yeah, he's not he, doing he anything should, cool. He should have to keep suffering on Twitter. I agree. Exactly. Um, Getting banned from Twitter should be a thing that that you do in order to like transcend it. It's mm-hmm. like becoming enlightened. You're like, I, mean, I don't need this shit anymore. I'm I've, leaving I've this been, terrible. I've been place. suspended from Facebook <laughs> lots of times, and each time, I'm oh like, yeah, 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 I got suspended from Facebook. Now I can. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, that's a. Ongoing gag on uh, on my Instagram is uh, every time I get banned from Facebook for telling someone I'm going to punch them, (laughs) or that I am currently punching them. That's a very funny one. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's that's my favorite. Is when you know you threaten me with like something like I'm punching you in the face right now, (laughs) (laughs) and and somehow I I don't know. I I guess that's kind of like weird role play, uh, more or less. Um. So and, really, it should be uh, us getting in trouble for sexual solicitation, <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, all the, all the I've gotten in trouble so many times for nudity. Um, I'm not even sure what nudity I show. Like maybe yeah, maybe they just can't handle it, like it, the, my the voluptuous breast. Um, anyways, if if uh, we got banned yeah. from Twitter, uh, first off, I I don't really have a Twitter except for to look at things on Twitter. Um. And and also because I was paranoid that somebody might try to take the Benzo Rehab name on Twitter and like yeah. s- start posting goofy stuff. Uh, you you had an incident <laughs> like that recently. Um, yeah, this guy uh, made a, a Denko Suvent or a Denkdelez rather uh, Instagram account and followed a bunch of gay porn. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is pretty, which is funny, it is which fun. is funny yeah. at first. Uh, and then I I told them because I assumed this is what they wanted. Uh, I told a bunch of people to send them uh, butthole pictures, and within within like 15 minutes, the account was deleted. <laughs> a lot of, lot, of, lot of power there that you're wielding. Uh, if we got it was me the... asking for the butthole pictures. Yeah. This was all. This was all me. If uh, if we got banned from YouTube or something like that, I would simply just start a new account. Uh, it's not that hard. Yeah, we, we would be uh, the Benzo. Uh, rehab rehab dungeon or something like that you know easy, there you go easy shit Dude. uh continue yeah. please please wait more of this i wasn't informed that that was the crime oh yeah sorry. and further uh, go ahead and harass- again real quick so, so he finishes up uh, sifting through the rules to figure out what he did wrong and he says because i wasn't informed homie they they cited the rules to you. you were you were informed they told you exactly what set of rules you broke and you correctly sifted through them to, and found the one that that matches what you did. Uh, it's like a whole block of rules, but you know, uh, the, you sift through it and you go, "Ah, oh, it was obviously the harassment one." Um, you gotta read the eula. You gotta yeah, so, do so it. He, so he uh, falsely claims that he wasn't informed because he very much was informed, um, and uh, uh, you know, understands what he what he did wrong per per the reading of the rules that he has. Uh, so go on, please on the basis of so-called gender identity, since Twitter did not do me the favor of actually specifying my crime, and there are many possibilities on that front, we unfortunately have to guess at why this has occurred, and that's actually a big problem in and of itself, and also indicative of the utter carelessness of the Twitter organization with regard to the propriety of its own sensorial actions. I should at least know exactly what I did wrong if I am required to Acknowledge that my tweet violated the Twitter rules. What rules, you sons of bitches? Exactly. (laughs) Precisely. (laughs) Because such things matter when the accusations start flying. So um, So what did I say that might constitute...
uh, he he's treating this like some kind of legal indictment of his character at this point, uh, <laughs> which is hilarious and bizarre because uh, it's it's got nothing to do with anything but his ability to be on Twitter, which well, yeah, the internet's real life though. So. Yeah, uh, so again, uh, Jordan Peterson desperately needs to touch grass, um, and uh, he's, <laughs> he's spending way too much time uh, focusing on. And and I'm saying this as a person who spends quite a bit of time online. Um, I I engage What's with your, the online uh... world as not being real, uh, and he engages with it as being very real and very uh very important to 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 everything about his life. What's your uh, what's your average uh, what's your screen time like? I don't bro? fucking know, man. I'm gonna keep track. Yeah, mine's like twenty three to twenty five. So, I mean, uh, not to flex on you, not to, not to, what? like a day, yeah, yeah, <laughs> twenty three yeah, like hours easily. a day on, on the internet. Twenty three to twenty five, uh, average, average, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's great, man. Um, very yeah. happy for that and you. Uh, so go ahead and play uh, just yeah, a little thanks. bit more. Uh, the sons Dude. of bitches thing is uh, is also sorry. I, I, Sons I, of bitches. I gave you a little. Uh, switcheroo there john i'm sorry a little bit of blue balls yeah oh, <laughs> no don't come <laughs> <laughs> got him but uh uh yeah the, the sons of bitches thing is hilarious because you can tell that he's like trying <clears throat> to do tough talk and uh man it just yeah. does not work with the kermit the frog voice uh, <laughs> at all um well it's also this is something i've brought up before uh but uh one reason, and I guess it's it's not it's not an okay insult to use, I guess. Uh, but Shut one up. one reason that, that that calling someone a bitch works so well is, uh, and and that it's just such a beautiful insult, is that it's one of it's one of the best examples of an insult that if you say it and you like really mean it and you say it with some force, it can really feel hurtful. Uh, yeah. But if you don't. It, it immediately backfires on you. <laughs> you, you bitch. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, I, if you have Kermit voice, that's just that's every insult. Well, and this this kind of goes back to like deeper issues uh, with with Jordan Peterson and everything he believes and professes. Where you know he has this very like old school mentality about like what manhood is, and encompasses mm-hmm. absolutely none of it. Right, like. He he is the worst example of a traditional man that he believes should exist in the world. No, um, man. I mean, the, the the most traditionally manly thing I can think of is getting addicted to a pill that makes you uh, feel uh, better automatically and not gritting and bearing through anything. Yeah. And, and also uh, needing being... to take a nap to get over it. <laughs> also being incapable of uh, drinking cider. Nope. No man yeah. has ever drank yeah. cider and, and been able to sleep a month after. Um, having <laughs> having performative alcoholism for uh for like a year in college and then giving up drinking completely. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Very manly guy. Uh, all right, John. Uh, what please. we mean to say oh, is okay. that if if you're a real man, you have to be an alcoholic until you die. And yeah. if you have any feelings, you can't admit to it until yep. you kill yourself with said alcohol. Uh, and if you if you if you guys don't like it, if you guys disagree, uh, you're a bitch. You're such a bitch. You read the eula when you become a man. <laughs> obviously, we're not actually endorsing any of this. Uh, okay, we're we're just All saying right, that's that a hot this take. is what 
this is what Jordan Peterson believes. Uh, yeah, is this is all, all parody. Manliness. Everything I say is parody. Yeah. So it's, a, it's a good uh, deflection mechanism. Uh, I'm a uh, comedian. Go, go ahead and uh, play this a little bit more, John. Harassment. Well, many things, hypothetically. Let's begin with, remember when pride was a sin? <laughs> Although that is merely a factual What's statement because under on? the old rules, applicable even a decade ago, pride was a sin and had been recognized as perhaps the cardinal sin for thousands of years previously. It still might be regarded as unacceptable to the woke authoritarian moralists who now insist, for example, that we celebrate. Did, did, did he just go on about sin and then go on about moralist? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, isn't it great? Yeah, I'm, I'm, <laughs> Let's see who will cancel who. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to make it to the who will cancel who yeah. part, but uh, he does eventually yeah. say that. He says it, I think, right after this, doesn't he? Uh, maybe. Go on. It's part of the... Pride the, yeah. month, not hour or day or week, but month, and to have literally called it Pride month instead of LGBT plus month or whatever else alphabet yeah, acronym not. which is currently insisted upon as the only acceptable enlightened terminology. <laughs> I don't regard pride. So so, so so people have to name name their month their their celebratory months the way he wants them to. Uh, yeah. 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 Yeah, because because he uh he believes pride is a sin. Uh d- despite the fact that he a not a not prideful man at all. Yeah. Is hosting a uh, a camera crew to deliver a bitch session about being banned from Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Grow grow up, John. That's just yeah. how it works. Right? So, uh, yeah, yeah. And and I mean, also also his complaint that he throws in there about Pride Month, right? Not Pride yeah. Hour, not Pride Day, not Pride Week. Yeah, man, it's a, it's a whole month. Who cares? And you Why do the blacks get their own channel, but I? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's enough Very of that cool. video. Uh, we we got to cool. move on, and we got to move on to, unfortunately, Dave Rubin. Uh, we're, oh, not gonna play yeah. this. we're not going to play this video. The video doesn't matter. Uh, it's, it's Dave Rubin being a prick. But, I, I assume uh, I assume what's happening in the Dave Rubin uh, thing is that he's he's saying very cool things about pride yeah basically because <laughs> so, he's uh, gay so so dave rubin uh decided to also dead name El- elliot page and uh uh was banned for it um i mean well you just dead named dylan page to be fair what you piece of shit Oh no, I did the wrong way. Yeah, I don't did... follow the news. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, man. <laughs> see, see. Here's where the, the veneer of the Benzo rehab dungeon starts falling apart. One of us does the reading and the link gathering and, and the work here. <laughs> and the other two of you. <laughs> yeah. The, the, I, I just love you because I like you and I, and I think you make uh, the show fun. What, what, one of us does the work of remembering uh, which which gender a celebrity is. <laughs> yeah. I do the work. I show up every day. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, Dave, Dave oh, yeah. Rubin uh, uh, in, in support of Jordan Peterson also was suspended. 
And then I think somewhere along the line realized, oh, fuck, I, I need Twitter uh, to like keep <laughs> posting all my dumb bullshit. That's my only source of revenue anymore. Um, and so uh, and so then he has to, to tweet this thing out, which is uh, <clears throat> after much deliberation, I have decided to delete the tweet of a screenshot, which got me suspended from Twitter. That's not all he did. He, he also dead named uh, Elliot Page uh, in his. Uh, Don't you wait? No, never mind. What? I was going to correct you again. Oh, yeah, don't don't correct me there. I'm right on this one. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, 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 t- delete the tweet of a screenshot which got me suspended from Twitter. Elliot Page is a great man who must never be questioned. As for Ellen Page, well, she was less great. Um, go ahead and uh, scroll down just a little bit. Uh, there's there's a follow-up tweet to this from, from Dave. Uh for the record, I strongly considered not coming back, and perhaps that is the right move. They will slowly purge anyone who tells the truth. That much is clear. But for now, I chose to stay and fight on their territory while we build better products on at on locals and at Rumble Video. Uh, those are both uh, uh, conservative uh, social media platforms that have gone nowhere because nobody's interested in them. Uh, so such bad names. So. Can we get our uh, our uh, our fans to uh, start a petition to change the Twitter rules to ban you for being like a flip floppy, like whingy little bitch? I mean, that seems that, that seems good. Nice. Um, yeah. But I, I don't think we have that following uh, to make it happen in the first place. And uh, uh, I don't know, man, I don't care about Twitter that much. I think it's funny. <laughs> Uh, so go ahead and uh, go, to, go to the next link, um, which is uh, Breitbart, um, who, uh, a news source that we frequently platform on this. <laughs> as, as we should, you know, they're uh, they're the voice of a generation of octogenarians. <laughs> Uh, Madison in the chat says Rumble video sounds like a porn site. Yeah, I mean it is. It should be, but uh, people actually get banned from it. I think for posting any kind of like illicit content. Um, so yeah, that's gay. The free speech, uh, uh, conservative uh, uh, social media doesn't allow very much free speech. Actually, um, who who would have ever guessed, right? Uh, but go ahead and uh, uh, scroll down. Um, uh, to to there's there's going to be a series of tweets from people. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, here, here's uh, Dave Rubin on Instagram uh, bitching about being suspended from Twitter on Instagram. Um, <laughs> I have been suspended by Twitter for posting a screenshot of Jordan Peterson's tweet, which got a, he, which got he himself suspended. While it is unclear how I broke their terms of service, it is clear that they are breaking their fiduciary responsibility to their shareholders by letting a bunch of woke activists run the company. I hope Elon Musk's purchase of Twitter goes through so he can <laughs> blow up their servers and humanity can move past this pervasive, twisted, self-imposed mental institution. In the meantime, you can find me at rubenreport.locals.com, the platform I created to fight big tech censorship. Something Just don't use it, you fucking nerd. Yeah, right? Um, <laughs> you can't be censored on a platform that uh, is not required for you to use. Now, if you were, you know, maybe uh, uh, in a public area saying, I think we should dead name Elliot Page and the cops came and took you away, that would be a form of censorship, I would say, uh, because you have to exist in the real world 
And if the way that you have to exist in the real world is by standing in the public square, making a fucking uh, uh, clown show of yourself. Yeah. That, that I mean, is, let me just say a form of censorship. Let me just say, and this is, this is actually uh, unrelated in, entirely. So sorry, but uh, so I, I have an ex-wife, not everyone knows that, uh, but uh, I have an ex-wife and I like to go over to her home and uh, show my dick to her uh, new husband. Uh, and oh, okay. I, I like to break yeah. in through the window right. and I like to just flap it around in his face. I just <laughs> yeah. like to just do the helicopter uh, all, all around the house. He's kind of following him around. Yeah. And they, <laughs> They censored me. They banned me from the house. Uh, and uh, uh, I'm just going to say that if the if the cops were protecting democracy and freedom, uh, I could helicopter my cock in front of anyone's face in yeah. any place. Um, just saying. Just go saying. ahead and uh, scroll down a little bit more. And get you got you got a bunch of the. Uh, uh, so that Which, Dan Crenshaw, uh, who who is a oh, person. Yeah. In charge of real politics he's, in America. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is actually this is so funny that you bring him up because he's actually my ex-wife's husband. And oh, do you know how he lost that eye? <laughs> Small world, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was it was peanut. Yeah. He lost um, his eye because so, my uh, Dan Crenshaw, who again was, is, is a person who, who was actually elected car. in Texas uh, to oh, to be oh, a part of Congress. Face. Uh, decides to get involved with this, uh, saying at Ruben Report was suspended on Twitter for defending Jordan P. Jordan B. Peterson right to free speech. Blatant cherry picking, considering the cesspool of commentary I see on Twitter every day. I am defending the free speech of both Dave Rubin and Jordan Peterson. It's gonna sure. ban me now, or gonna ban me too now. <laughs> so, so everybody Very took cool. this like little shit fit to to also be there there. Uh, their chance to make a moral stand against this uh keep, keep going down there's there's more of these uh but but i think crenshaw is probably the funniest one maybe we should listen to them. maybe they're right there's so many of them so you know um uh, uh jordan peterson says he would rather die than delete the tweet uh, even though it does look like he deleted the tweet, uh, <laughs> you can take my life, but you'll never take my tweets. Yeah, right. Very cool. That's very cool. Uh, so uh, uh, Tim Pool, uh, holy shit! Oh, yeah. At Ruben Report was suspended for posting about Jordan P. Peterson getting suspended. How did they? How did he even break any rules? So here's what uh, uh, David actually. actually posted. Sorry, sorry, sorry to interrupt you, yeah. uh, but uh, uh, Tim Pool's also my ex-wife's husband. Oh, um, okay, yeah, and that's why he wears a beanie because you left a yeah. hole in his head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You cut me off, but you made it there. <laughs> I knew where it was going. <laughs> uh, go to, go down just a little bit, John. Uh. So, uh, Dave, no, 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 to, to Dave Rubin's, uh, so he keeps, uh, uh, framing this as all I did was screenshot Jordan Peterson's tweet. Why, what did I do wrong? Well, he, in his own commentary on, on that, that screenshot, uh, dead names, Elliot page, uh, which, which has already been established, uh, through the suspension of Jordan Peterson is a uh, suspendable offense on, on, uh, uh, Jordan Peterson also doesn't read like the whole rule that he's that he's been suspended for, which is, uh, it includes dead naming as part of it. So he knowingly broke the rules and, uh, <laughs> the, the only thing repeat. close to C 16 and he doesn't even recognize it's there. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, so, 
uh absolute <clears throat> bullshit on on all fronts um that fucking rules dude yeah, go ahead and go to to the next link john um so uh strangely enough uh this this decision to uh take this huge moral stand on this issue um turn getting a, a twitter suspension into uh some kind of infringement on his free speech which it, it isn't because twitter is a private company and private companies can do whatever they want about their platform um which which again and and i'm being i'm being genuine here uh but maybe if uh utilities uh like the internet because the internet really is a utility right, uh, yeah. was treated as a utility and these uh these companies were uh you know not necessarily government owned uh but uh you know not had to, had to abide weird by private kind of, spooky uh... <laughs> right yeah. there's no, no, there's I, probably I, some I... kind of answer to this that allows people to say whatever the fuck they want because it's the internet uh but also uh i don't uh, you guys know where I'm going with this. Yeah, yeah. I, so, so I, I, I signed in to work today drunk. Uh, <laughs> good, so. good on you, bud. Uh, so, work is the podcast. Don't cancel yeah. me. Um, so, so I agree with you that, you know, may, maybe it would be a good idea to uh, deprivatize some of these platforms if they're so intrinsic to free speech. However, um, you know, uh, people like Ruben and probably Peterson are uh, hinging everything off of Elon Musk purchasing Twitter so that his version of the private company, which is a very strongly pro-private company uh, rights, right? Uh, which means that this private company can do whatever they want on their platform. It's just I don't even right think now, that they feel that way. Like well, they, I, they, I think they, that it... they feel that way about private entities in general, but it's just no. because this mutes them on their platform. No, but not even the Elon thing. Like I, I think that they they'll pretend to want that or believe that that's going to happen. But I don't think even they believed that the Twitter deal was going to go through. Like they're just no. I I I think that they're just. Oh my God, Twitter's so gay. What about our cool guy that could be our dad and yeah, totally will sure, be one yeah, day? I wink, mean, wink, cough, cough. <laughs> I, I think I think it's genuine to a degree that they think like yeah. Elon Musk will buy it and. Uh, We'll, we'll talk more about that at the end of the show. Um, but I, I do think there is some kind of genuine, like, Elon Musk is going to buy it. And uh, because uh, Ruben and Peterson, I think, do believe in, in a lot of what they're saying a lot of times. And and I, I would caveat that with uh, I don't think Peterson knows what he's saying half the time anymore because his brain yeah. truly is, like, fucking broken. And Ruben is so dumb that and even Ruben if he's dumb. telling a lie, right. by the time that it gets out of his mouth, he believes it. Right. And and uh, then you've got, like, the army of Elon Musk simps who, like, buy into it completely. So I think there is, like, a like an idea there that Elon Musk is going to buy Twitter, and through him purchasing Twitter, it's going to be run the way that they want, which is not pro-free speech it's pro their free speech and pro like limiting others free speech um and uh yeah uh drew in the chat i, I do agree yeah, with you. Twitter pretty much is kind of like a public square however uh the the private uh company laws that that ruben and peterson and shapiro support uh le leave it in this space where it can do whatever it wants on this platform 
Yeah, like um, I, I, I do fundamentally uh, agree with Drew and, and, and for, for the listener, it's uh, I do sort of think social media uh, does operate as a public space. Con law uh, holds that the company towns and similar entities are subject to First Amendment violations because they act as state entities, et cetera, et cetera, blah, blah, blah. Uh, yeah, I think that that's more or less the case. Um, but I also do think that this is really fucking funny uh, in the meantime. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, it's like, absolutely yeah. funny. And it's yeah. hilarious how. Like, you know, this, this I should is... be able to say whatever the fuck I want on right. the internet. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, so, uh, this, this coincidentally happens, all this aggrievement that's building up coincidentally happens, uh, as Jordan Peterson finalizes a deal with the Daily Wire, which is Ben Shapiro's network, which is why I brought up that it's, uh, interesting that, uh, Jordan Peterson has a camera crew waiting and is using a bunch of like right. Ben Shapiro's like uh, uh, film sort of like uh, intuition and how it's how it's uh, uh, delivered. Um, so I, I think this really just kind of boils down to uh, Jordan Peterson uh, needs to at least play up that he's being or at risk of being uh, removed from Twitter, which is where a lot of his like weirdo fan base uh interacts with them right uh this daily wire deal deal uh kind of puts him behind a paywall which means that like people now have to pay to see his content so he's basically saying oh i can't be on this free platform anymore they're trying to get rid of me so i'm gonna go to the daily wire plus uh where you have to pay in order to see my words of wisdom which you're so desperate for because you've never had a father figure in your life and uh that's that's where you'll find me now is behind a paywall um I, I i don't think that jordan peterson is the architect of this plan i think this is very much ben shapiro's sort of uh modus operandi uh it's it's something that he does with a lot of his uh 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 talking heads on the daily wire uh it's like matt walsh has done this sort of stuff dave rubin keeps doing it over and over again and then has to like come back to twitter because he's like such an unpopular person on the daily wire because he's gay uh that that he can't like give up twitter <laughs> so to be fair matt walsh is also gay yeah matt walsh is definitely gay um, <laughs> he, that would make him angry yeah um so uh, uh go ahead and go to the next link which is which is another tweet i think i can't remember what this one's oh, about Jesus. though oh yeah, yeah yeah so so this is a more recent statement by jordan peterson uh, <laughs> which uh we hopefully we can play without pausing it's, it's pretty it's pretty uh it's pretty short but uh john if you could please play it well let me zoom out so i can see the whole thing oh. yeah what the fuck are you doing grandpa <laughs> fucking full screen hello everyone I don't know exactly how to have sex since I wasn't informed, and I'm probably doing it wrong. No doubt I owe some apologies for that, and I'm trying to learn. I don't have sex with girls. I would rather die than do that. I might also just be gay, although who the hell knows in these increasingly strange days. First, breasts, 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 breasts. And second, come, 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 come. That doesn't exist, by the way. It's a serious disease. Delete. Hello, everyone. All right. So um, I don't know exactly. That, that, you're just replaying it now. Um, what, that, that's what obviously a little bit of uh, editing trickery. Uh, what? Yeah. Sorry to break that to everybody. Oh, my God. <laughs> 
But it's hilarious. Oh my that he God. made me laugh, especially the part where he just keeps on saying breast, 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 and come, come, come <laughs> over and over again. <laughs> I mean, that's just that's just hanging out with me. Yeah. You know? well, that's exactly what it sounds that's, like. That's why we're friends. I'm not even kidding. All the laughs. All the laughs. Uh, go ahead and go to uh, the next link, which is uh, just, just a fun little thing that I wanted to throw in about why Biden still sucks. Um, is it because he's the president of the it, United it States? He's the president, and also like doing like increasingly disingenuous things uh, with Iran. Uh, so this this headline reads: uh, Biden administration. Go ahead. What? I'm sorry. I just let me let me just remind you why this guy that's been choking me for four years is still a piece of shit. Well, it's only been it's only been two years. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, who fucking cares? <laughs> Time dilation, right? <laughs> um, uh, administration announces new it. sanctions targeting illicit Iranian oil network. Um, Hell yeah! Would anybody like to take a guess uh, as to why uh, the uh, the Iranian oil network is illicit? Is it because it's Iranian? <laughs> yeah, it's it's because America said that that's bad. That's really all it is. That's that's the only precedent that we have for this being an illicit oil network. Um, you yes. would think that the people who believe in the free market would be like, well, Iran has a right to sell oil. It's, it's, you know, national product. Uh, and being as such, we're, we're all capitalists here. We're all good capitalists. We should be able to sell whatever, uh, good our nation produces. Right. No, no, no. They don't, they don't believe in that at all. Um, they, they're, they're basically saying anybody who buys uh, uh, oil from Iran is now a bad person because you shouldn't do business with Iran. Uh, mm -hmm. The reason being because uh, they're, they're... I'm talking to my ex. Yeah, essentially kind of that. Um, uh, so, so there was the, the JCPOA, uh, which, which uh, Trump backed out of, which was the uh, more colloquially known as <laughs> the, uh, the Iranian nuclear deal, right? Um, so th this was like a nuclear deal that Iran and uh, like one of the actual few good things that Obama did during his presidency was make this deal happen, which kind of normalized relationships with Iran and also said like, hey, yeah, you can do uh, like nuclear power stuff, but you can't do nuky nuky stuff. Um, and, and, you know, we're, we're going to have people around that like verify that what you're doing is just energy related and not like uh, uh, leveling a city related sort of stuff. Um, Trump backed out of that deal. And uh, uh, because Biden is, is a shit lib, uh, he refuses to acknowledge that an American president backed out of this deal. And now the, the terms are kind of like up in the air as to like, who's really got the the ball in their court right um one of the the things that uh uh iran has requested of the biden administration if they would like to resume this deal is that uh they take the uh the national the, the iranian national uh, uh army off of the terrorist watch list <laughs> which which doesn't seem like too big of an ask to like hey <laughs> Maybe don't call our national army a bunch of terrorists, and then we'll talk about like whether or not we can work out this energy deal. Um, Biden administration has refused to do that. They want to keep it on the terrorist watch list, and then also have this deal which restricts what Iran can do with uh, with with uh, uh, its nuclear capabilities. Um, 
go ahead and scroll down. Uh, there, there's now a, a whole list of countries that are on America's shit list because they bought uh, Iran's cheap oil. You're, you're scrolling down too far. You got to read oh, like, okay. some of the article, man. Oh, I thought there. I thought we were looking for a list. Well, I mean, the the list could be anywhere. You know, um, it's all listicles now. <clears throat> so uh, the the Biden administration is putting sanctions on 15 individuals and entities who have been involved in illicit sales and shipments of Ooh. millions of dollars worth of Iranian oil. Secretary of State well, Antony so Blinken announced on Wednesday. Uh, could you actually scroll up to that picture of Antony Blinken real quick? <laughs> can uh, mm. can someone describe the color of his eyes to me? <laughs> just black right he doesn't he doesn't have like brown or, or like dark brown eyes it's just black pits in the in the center of those whites uh, that's pretty normal for people of his uh is his gender and nationality it's uh, uh gender uh, being, psychopaths being psychopaths. and <laughs> nationality yeah. being outer space yeah that's what i yeah all right uh go 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 back down to the uh, body of the article again sorry john um so uh, uh the newest sanctions come as the latest efforts to revive the iran nuclear deal failed just last week um of course cnn isn't going to report as to why these negotiations failed uh it, it's just like oh, why is iran being so silly about this like just accept that we're going to call your national army terrorists and then you have to do everything we say um Obviously, that's not a good negotiating tactic. Uh, so uh, the United States is des designating 15 individuals and entities that engaged in the illicit sales and shipment of Iranian uh, petroleum, petroleum products, and petrochemical products. These entities located in Iran, Vietnam. I mean, first off, uh, people in Iran bought uh, Ir Iranian uh, petroleum, and now they're on the government shit list. Like it was pretty fucked up. What? Where the fuck else is an Iranian company supposed to get their <laughs> their <laughs> oil from? <laughs> no, no, no. You got to ship it in from the UAE, bro. <laughs> oh, actually, the UAE is on the shit list. You got to ship it in from the the Saudis, bro. Um, uh, Vietnam, Singapore, the UAE, and Hong Kong uh, have supported Iranian energy trade, generating millions of dollars worth of illicit revenue. Uh, Blinken said in the statement again, uh, it's illicit because America said so. Um, people will be maybe surprised to to uh, to know or learn that uh, America doesn't set the legal precedent for the entire world. Um, I mean, it kind of does sometimes, but but that's only by force and threat. Uh, it's it's not actually one, one like, might say that's how all laws form. That is, that is actually how all laws work. I've been I've been actually getting in a lot of arguments on this with people about how uh, entities that can only sustain themselves or justify themselves by having a monopoly of violence probably shouldn't be trusted. But different topic for a different time. Uh, so yeah, I just I just wanted to throw in this little little pinch of uh, Biden as a shitty person, um, and. Because I got to do that every episode, I think. Um, and now, now we enter the the main topic of tonight's podcast. Uh, I don't know if either of you uh, looked at the name of tonight's podcast. Uh, but <laughs> is but it a I, Mishima joke? Because it should have been you piece of shit. Well, I mean, it, not really. It, it, uh, Jesus Christ! Um, I, I titled Jesus this episode uh, "The Duct Tape Heard Around the World." Um, little little play on words there. Uh, 
I get it. Not really a play on words. Uh, it's it's a play it. on uh, an old quote. I get it. It's like, you know. All right. Yeah, so, it's, um, it's good. Yeah. I, I will I will do the, the shit lib thing and preface this oh, no. with uh, if you're too much of a baby to laugh at an evil person being shot you don't you, you might want to skip ahead like a, a minute or so because uh, we're gonna play this video <laughs> john if you could uh unmute it and then uh again you, you've been warned um i mean you're not really actually gonna see him get shot it's uh, not very graphic oh you're, you're just gonna hear a gunshot uh really is kind of yeah, what happens even if we watch the video where we watch him get shot it's you yeah, don't and see and this ain't it so uh anyways uh go ahead and press play john Is somebody just grabbing somebody's ass? No, no, no. no. Uh, you gotta, you gotta refresh this or something because it moved on to a different video. I think. Oh, piece of shit. Yeah. I wasn't gonna, I wasn't gonna call you that, but um, since you did. <laughs> yeah, no. This, I was gonna say I, this is. I, I am. This is the worst video I've seen of this shit. No, 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 no. no. The, I, uh, th this video should be, should be the correct one. Whatever, Shut man. Up. Don't make, don't make fun of my stutter. I've I've had this since I was an early lawmaker uh, from from, <laughs> from from Delaware. Delaware. I said Vermont. I I meant Delaware. Yeah, I you got confused with the other old guy. <laughs> they're, they're easy to confuse. All right. So now we're gonna play the clip, and uh, your discretion is advised. Oh well, we already saw the don't don't. Yeah, uh, was it a musket? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. There's two, there's two gunshots, and then uh, kind of yeah, just he like puff puff past, so, um, as it were. John, very keen eye. Uh, go ahead and scroll down a little bit. You're gonna see what looks like maybe a cyberpunk musket. <laughs> <laughs> that's what this fucking guy used to kill the former prime minister of a country so i wonder if shinzo abe's uh ghost feels like an effeminate idiot for being killed by a, a toy no 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 that's not a toy at all man no that's a that's, that's a this. based freedom <laughs> hey hey so um Actually, he was planning on using a uh, uh, a more traditional rifle. I, I was reading about this. He was planning on using a more traditional rifle, something uh, something with a scope, with some range and stuff. And he was yeah. going to do it from from a nearby hotel. Um, but uh, the problem is because it was Shinzo Abe, um, he wasn't able to do it from a far distance because there was no window guidance. Hey. That's an that's an economics joke, yeah, and I can explain it later. If... <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll probably have to wait until later before that gets explained. Shut up. Um, so so that's the weapon he used in this attack, um, which is amazing to look at. Uh, he he appears to have batteries wired up to some kind of like uh, ignition source that's setting off. Uh, you, you saw those plumes of smoke when he fired. Um. People are are uh, speculating that he probably had homemade black powder, um, basically, literally like a, a double-barreled musket that he shot at uh, Shinzo Abe. Um, and uh, uh, we'll we'll explain while we're 
laughing about this uh, later because he's a terrible piece of shit. Um, but uh, if if you're confused right now, um, but uh, go ahead and scroll down a little bit more because the the police like raided this guy's uh, apartment. Uh, that that uh, that's the unarmed security detail tackling him. By the way, um, yeah. If if I, anyone, I how he's uh, like, I'm done. You know, he's like, yeah, okay. he's like, no, I only had the two shots, bro. Why are you mad? <laughs> if anyone wants to watch the uh, the actual video of him getting shot, it's uh, it's not very graphic or anything. It, frankly, it 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 looks. Uh, yeah, you don't see anything, um, but. Uh, but it's it's a great video to watch because it, it shows how like flimsy and frankly non-existent his whole security detail was. Yeah. Like there there are like three people standing behind him, sorta kinda. And then this kid like walks up within within 10 meters of him and just fucking blasts. Him. What is very obviously like a cyberpunk musket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. It's either that or like an improvised bomb. Like, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's it, like, it, oh, what's he holding? That's it, it, full it of no wires and like tape. Something friendly to a crowd, uh, at the very yeah. least. Um, but uh, oh. uh, so, go go ahead and uh, scroll down a little bit more because the police raided his apartment. Um, and uh, a little bit, a little bit further, a little bit further. Yeah, they found a fucking, fucking oh, thing. Oh wow! Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> I, I I wish he had used that. That is the best yeah, exactly. gun I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I, I I resent this man, not because he took someone's life, but because he didn't do it with this. <laughs> no, I, I completely agree. Um because he had to have known like this is the last thing I do as a free person, right? Is no. uh I shoot this guy. I'm not getting away from the situation probably because um because my gun has a two meter range. <laughs> I got a two meter range. I have to wait until I can see the white of Shinzo Abe's eyes before yeah. I I fire. And then, uh, you know, if if I have a bayonet, I fix that and charge. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, he had very, to, he had to have known that he wasn't going to get away from the circumstance, and and he chose the the double barreled uh, musket instead of this fucking thing. That's nine yeah. the nine shots he could have gotten off. He probably left it there because it's, um, you know, there's like a grower versus shower situation going on here. <laughs> yeah. No. It's the, like, it's this that one looks dope. But... Uh, that traditional Japanese, like, humility, uh, you know? Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. yeah, so so uh, I, I haven't really read up on uh, uh, the, the gentleman who shot uh, Shinzo Abe. is called Tetsuya Yamagami. Uh, I haven't read up on his motives. I, I suspect that uh, he's actually probably a, a shitty, weird fascist himself. Who was? Oh uh, yeah. I mean, that, that, just disappointed that, tends to happen that Shinzo Abe wasn't enough of a fascist. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, uh, th- there's another one that I've seen too, where where it's got like three barrels up top and then two under underneath. So this guy had had a number of uh, weird. Uh, I mean, honestly, impressive feats of like electrical engineering and uh, 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 musketry. <laughs> um, the 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 listener and viewer will probably notice that I've made several memes off of these guns, and and I'm not sure when I'm gonna stop, but it's probably not anytime soon because this is the most hilarious thing to me. Um, I think uh, if you go down a little bit more, there might be a, a picture of that that third gun. Yep, yep, there we go. 
Girls <laughs> on top, two on the bottom. Uh, that that one has a folding stock, which is a an impressive feat of engineering as well. Uh, you can you can tell that that stock just kind of like folds in or out as as a as necessary. Um, so let's go ahead and uh, and uh, look at the next link, which is uh, all of the world leaders reacting to uh, Shinzo Abe uh, being shot to death. Um, you'll need to zoom in a little bit so we so we can actually read any of this. Well, let me let me go back to the title. Yeah, so uh, world leaders express shock over assassination of Japan's Shinzo Abe, um, and then go go down. Um, so Japanese Prime Minister, so Shinze, Shinzo Abe was uh, the former Prime Minister. This is the current Prime Minister, uh, who was also part of the same right wing party that uh, Shinzo Abe was part of. Um, uh, he says he was working for peace and stability in Japan and the world, Prime Minister Fumio Kishida said at a press conference. He was a dear friend who loved his, this country. To lose such a figure in this manner is absolutely devastating. Uh, Biden says, uh, I am stunned, outraged, and deeply saddened by the news that my friend Abe Shinzo, which, come on, man, you got like one job, which is to remember the names of uh, of uh, like foreign leaders. And uh, it's Shinzo Abe. That's, that's how it works in, in, in like Japanese naming convention. Uh, but, he, but he goes, uh, no, 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 we have to do the, the Christian first name, last name, so, or like uh, <laughs> uh, birth name, family name sort of stuff, right? <laughs> so um, Abe Shinzo, former prime minister of Japan, was shot and killed while camp- campaigning, Biden said in a statement. This is a tragedy for Japan and all who knew him, he added. Uh, he was a champion of the alliance between our nations and the friendship between our people. The longest-serving Japanese prime minister, his vision of a free and open Indo-Pacific will endure. Above all, he cared deeply about the Japanese people and dedicated his life to their service. Even at the moment he was attacked, he was engaged in the work of democracy. Uh, interesting words to choose for this guy. Uh, uh, former President Trump, really, uh, in all caps, Bad news for the world, Trump posted on Truth Social. (laughs) (laughs) Few people know what a great man and leader Shinzo Abe was, but history will teach them and be kind, he added. He was a unifier like no other, but above all, he was a man who loved and cherished his magnificent country, Japan. Shinzo Abe will be greatly missed. There will never be another like him. Um, we, We don't necessarily... well. Yeah, maybe it'd be good to look at Obama. So we so we get like the last three presidents. Um, I am shocked and saddened by the assassination of my friend and longtime partner Shinzo Abe in Japan. Former Prime Minister Abe was devoted to both the country he served and the extraordinary alliance between the United States and Japan, Obama said in a statement. I will always remember the work we did to strengthen our alliance, the moving experience of traveling to Hiroshima and Pearl Harbor together, and the grace he and his wife Akiabe showed me and Michelle. Um. Anyways, let's go on to the uh, the next link, which is uh, an article from a, a gentleman named David Frum. No. No. Article before that. Yep, that one. 
Oh, oh, okay. Uh, I don't know what you did. Uh, God, so, so go back up to the headline. And this is a very short read, and I think we have to read it. Uh, so, Shinzo Abe made the world better. The assassinated Japanese leader was the visionary architect of a vital security alliance in the Indo-Pacific region. By David Frum. You're going to... When I read this to you, you're going to think that it's almost a work of satire, but yeah. I, I promise it's written you, by David Frum. Yes, it's written by David Frum, and he means this earnestly, uh, despite the fact that you as like a normal, uh, regular person would read this and be like, is he shitting on... He sh- he's got to be shitting on Shinzo Abe, because only an insane person would uh, uh, like think these things are good. Um, by the way, by the way, quick quick thing I need to point out about yeah. from before we we dive in, um, David Frum is uh, is also uh, Canadian. Yes, he's a he's a uh, well, described as a Canadian American journalist. Yeah. So just so just so people fucking know that uh, this is another gift uh, yeah. that that bloodline has bestowed upon it's us. Fucking worst. Yeah, you know, every Canadian I've met in person. Fine, fine, fine people. Yeah, fine people. Fine people. Uh, every Canadian even, that I've even, seen uh... write something in politics, <laughs> a fucking nightmare. Yeah, that's just a, the worst people in the universe. You got to rein your people in, you fucking Canucks. I was going to say the, uh, the Canadians are uh, very nice people, despite all the blood on their hands. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's yeah. go down to the uh, the body of the article here, John. Let's go down on this body. Uh, so, uh, and this was updated uh, er- earlier today. I don't know what oh, what good. was updated about it. it. Just says that it was updated. Um, so, if this article has changed from what yeah. I remember, which I don't think it has, uh, uh, he, he removed the. The weird smears caused by the farting of his fingertips. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> so uh, he says, uh, The Japan That Can Say No was the title of a once famous book by a once rising Japanese politician. Shinzo Abe, the former Japanese prime minister who was assassinated earlier today, bequeaths a much prouder legacy, a Japan that can and does say yes. Abe was more than the longest-serving prime minister in Japanese democratic history. Although he left office in 2020, he remained the head of the largest faction in the National Diet, Japan's parliament, and thus the most powerful figure in Japanese politics, even without any formal title. Continue, John. Oh, man. Abe is often described as a nationalist, he re- deserves to be remembered instead <laughs> as one of the great internationalists of his era, the leading architect of collective security in the Indo-Pacific region. Throughout four U.S. presidencies, those of George W. Bush, Barack Obama, Donald Trump, and Joe Biden, Abe sought to secure Japan's position against China by building alliances and institutions. On the very day of Abe's assassination, Japanese naval forces were participating in the largest military exercise ever staged in the Pacific Ocean, known as RIMPAC 2022. Vessels from the United States, India, and Australia have participated in such training exercises with Japanese vessels since the biennial RIMPAC series commenced in 2010. 
this year shift from two South American nations long courted by China, Chile, and Ecuador are also taking part. They are joined by vessels from South Korea, which has a history of touchy relations with Japan, Singapore, and Sri Lanka, where China has... Don, read along, man. Come on. Uh, well, now you've gone too far. What? Oh, yeah, there it is. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, it's it's where I left off in the words. Has, where China has tried to regain control of port <laughs> facilities. Indonesia, the largest country in Southeast Asia, is represented as as far away Israel. <laughs> Not making great alliances here, honestly. <laughs> the NATO members, Canada, France, Germany, and the United Kingdom are participating too, making up with others a total of 26 nations. So, uh, first off, that's not how you do lists, David. From just list them all off and stop making like weird interjections between all of them. Um, <laughs> HD in the chat says, "Please, everyone, let's have sex in his name tonight." I failed, but still. <laughs> Better luck next time, HC. Um, Abe, laid, oh, I'm sorry, Abe. <laughs> Abe <laughs> laid the foundation for all this by con- conjuring into being the famous quad or quadrilateral security dialogue in 2007 during his first prime ministership. Abe did something that until then would have been considered very un-Japanese. He took the diplomatic lead. Recognizing China's more belligerent turn earlier than almost anyone else, Abe enticed India into a formal security relationship with Japan, a first. He succeeded in gaining access to the Washington, D.C. security establishment, which was then preoccupied with the war in Iraq. He skillfully navigated the ambivalence in Australian attitudes towards China, which is a major customer for Australian products. Through it all, Abe consistently advanced the vision of the Pacific region that was safe for democracy. He pressed Australia to sell uranium to India for India's civilian nuclear program. He insisted that (laughs) Taiwan was a crucial security interest for democratic nations in the Indo-Pacific. He championed... Oh, get that out of here. He championed an internationalist view of Japan's interests as part of a collective alliance with other democracies. Abe overcame one obstacle after another. Let's scroll down a little bit, John. Yes. He overcame Japan's predisposition to neutrality, which involved confronting political opponents who turned a need to atone for past Japanese war crimes into arguments against present-day military cooperation with Japan's former victims. Um, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> he overcame pro-Chinese attitudes on the Australian left that caused Australia to drop out of the quad in 2008 under the China-leaning leadership of Prime Minister Kevin Rudd by facilitating its return (laughs) under new leadership after 2010. Abe even cracked the code of Donald Trump's Washington, arriving at Trump Tower in November 2016 for an early meeting with the president-elect, at the same time as his government was negotiating business benefits (laughs) for Trump's daughter Ivanka. Diplomacy with the U.S. during the Trump era was not for the squeamish. Another thing Abe recognized earlier than most. Uh, so basically, he padded Trump's wallet and said, all right, are we good to talk or what? Um, which, uh, considering that a win, is is like demonic to, to a degree. <laughs> uh, scroll down. 
Now Abe is gone, murdered in an act of violence that has shocked his peaceful country. He leaves behind successors committed to his policies and expecting a big victory for his party in elections this Sunday for the upper house of the Diet. Americans, too, are safer and stronger thanks to Abe's contributions to peace and freedom. Hell yeah. Uh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yay. All I gotta say, all I gotta say, how fucking funny would it be if we gave Japan nukes and they just got back at us? <laughs> <laughs> this is Hiroshima, motherfucker. Um, that's how Japanese people sound. That is true. That is true. It's the it's that's actually the more racist accent out of the yeah. two options. Yeah. Uh, uh, cool. Thanks, thanks, Davey, Mister Mister Frums. Yeah. Uh, David from. It looks like his writing too, by the way. Well, it is his writing. Is, well, is, he looks like his writing. Oh, he looks like his writing. His, his yeah, face. actually, John, uh, yeah. using the same tab that we're on, could you just look up yeah. David from? It's F R U M. F R U M. Yeah. yeah, from. It's spelled the way that that. Um, like a dumb person like if, would if, say. If, from. No, if like if, if Smegma was trying to spell that name. F R U M. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, gross. Yeah. 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 <laughs> not, not a good one, <laughs> guys. Yeah. yeah. Really sucks. You know, some of He's us a, are. I, I hate to do phrenology, but he has a real uh, <laughs> shit lib face. Um. <laughs> Born in Toronto, Canada. <laughs> Toronto, Canada. Yeah. Uh, go ahead and go to the next link, John. Uh, so, um, yay. They got the same jowls, these two boys. Yeah, yeah. So, so we're, we're moving similar, on to Steve you know, from Bannon. His way. And and uh, people might wonder why are we talking about Steve Bannon? Is that he's guy funny. dead from liver spots? Uh, which I don't know if liver spots are lethal, but they they might as well be in in, in his case. Uh, <laughs> HC in the chest, so dicked out for Abe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. so uh uh steve bannon was actually a huge fan of uh shinzo abe and if you know anything about steve bannon uh you know that he's, he's my a, uh, ex-wife's uh husband yeah, now yeah, uh, which is how he got all those liver spots, spots. because <laughs> you kept pissing booze into his mouth like what what did you say <laughs> explain explain the liver spots that you gave to steve bannon those are burns. Mm. Oh, from how hot your dick is, I get it. <laughs> yeah. uh, they call it Greek fire because I'm Greek. <laughs> <laughs> you're not. <laughs> you're absolutely you're not. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, uh, when Steve Bannon, Donald Trump's former advisor, spoke at the <laughs> conference of the Japanese Conservative Union, he praised Prime Minister Shinzo Abe, calling him a Trump before Trump. Bannon is not the only Western right-winger to admire Japan. Simone Di Stefano, the leader of Israel, or sorry, Israel's <laughs> Italy's neo-fascist Casa Pound, <laughs> Casa Poundies, if you know what I mean, uh, is dreaming of an alliance between Italy, Russia, and Japan. Uh, and for Jan Moldenhauer, an ideologue of the xenophobic alternative for Germany, when it comes to immigration, Japan is the alternative. Um, so uh, we we've got a a a power play here of uh nazis 
fascists and um, uh, generally bad people uh, all praising Shinzo Abe, uh, which is weird because we just saw a bunch of like liberals uh, praising Shinzo Abe as being like a peacemaker and and like the coolest guy to ever come out of Japan and that sort of stuff. Um, well, you know, by the way, uh, Shinzo Abe is my ex-wife, and I took him to Casa Pound many times. Oh, I bet, yeah. <laughs> Casa, Casa Pound sounds like, uh, I don't know, probably the, the worst. It sounds like the House of Pound. <laughs> I just mean like, like, oh, yeah, I'm going to Casa de Pound, and it's like, just the worst Mexican food you've ever seen in your life. Um, <laughs> well, it, I mean, to be fair, if you, uh, if you decide to get your Mexican food from, uh, Oh man. Oh, great. I, I, I love this new, uh, this new food truck. It's called the bang bus. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> the bang bus. <laughs> maybe, maybe not a great idea. <laughs> yeah. I, I like that. Let's do it. Um, <laughs> Go ahead, and uh, we we don't have to focus too much on Steve Bannon. Uh, it's more interesting to uh, pair this with um, God, damn it, John. Stop going in incognito for this. <laughs> it's not incognito. It's not. Oh yeah, it's just dark mode. I do that every time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but you know, why won't it just... uh, Let Let me read the first half of this tweet, and then I'll scroll, and you can scroll down, and maybe I can see the rest of it. I guess. Uh, but I think it's funny to uh, pair up somebody like Steve Bannon with Hillary Clinton. Um, and, and this is uh, Hillary Clinton's tweet about this. Uh, Prime Minister Abe was a champion of democracy and a firm believer that no economy, society, or country can achieve its full potential if women are left behind. Scroll down, please, John. Uh, yeah, well, I, I don't think it's going to work, but I have it right here. Uh, Prime Minister Abe was a champion of democracy and a firm believer go. that no economy, society, or country can achieve its full potential if women are left behind. I am shocked and devastated by his assassination, a loss for Japan and our world, and as well you know, as our comforting uh, women. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I added that last We'll bit. talk about comfort women in a minute, actually. Um, but here's how you know uh, uh, Hillary Clinton is like a fake feminist uh, on top of just probably probably being a lizard go ahead and go to the next uh, article which uh is not something i reference often but it's a it's a site called rational week wiki uh which is like wikipedia but for like uh i don't know but for people who don't believe in god yeah basically yeah. <laughs> uh but but this particular article on uh uh nippon kaigi uh, which is the political uh, institution that uh, Shinzo Abe kind of uh, comes from and was heavily involved in. Um, it's kind of like what the DNC is to the Democratic Party, where it's not officially the Democratic Party, but it like has uh, a lot of influence in that and how the Democratic Party uh, works, right? Um, and it should be noted that uh, Shinzo Abe was a part of the Liberal Democratic Party of Japan, which, despite its name, is actually incredibly conservative uh, and and right wing. Um, surprise! But, uh, yeah, surprise! They 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 can name a party whatever the fuck they want to, uh, which is fuck you. I'm going to the Democratic uh, Republic of the Congo. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is why National Socialism uh, wasn't actually uh, uh, socialism. Uh, just just throwing that out there. Um. But uh, Nippon Kaigi, uh, 
is a Japanese unincorporated association and organization which tends to be far right. It supports Japanese social conservatism, ultranationalism, historical revisionism, and Japan's rearmament. Most of the major God, Japanese so prime ministers produced by the LDP in the 21st century belong to the organization. Even the current uh, Japanese prime minister, Fumio Kishida, belongs to the Nippon Kaigi. Uh, Shinzo Abe also belonged to it. Um, uh, yeah, so it, it goes on. The group is also closely related to the Shinzo Abe government. The organization is prone to Shinto fundamentalism, so it has anti-feminist tendencies. Uh, the group is also hostile to gender-free education and the sexual minority civil rights movement. Nippon Kaigi is also very negative about human rights for the disabled. Japan had a maternal health protection law until 1996, which forced abortion and sterilization for the disabled and mentally ill, similar to eugenics in the early 20th century. The law was repealed, but Nippon Kaigi was desperately opposed to repeal and had engaged in various lobbying activities against it. Uh, even now, they are secretly negative about the human rights movement for the disabled. Uh, Nippon Kaigi does not use the normal term for the Pacific War to refer to the Asia-Pacific theater of World War II. Instead, they insist on the phrase Great East Asia War, which was used during the Japanese Empire in the past. It also claims that the Great East Asia War was Japan's self-defense war. In addition, Nippon Kaigi uses historical revisionism regarding, regarding the Japanese Empire, the Japanese military's use of sexual slavery, the Nanjing massacre and other issues of serious war crimes by downplaying or denying the atrocities being committed. Uh, some members even cite Holocaust denials. About 260 of Japan's incumbent lawmakers are known to be members of the group. Of course, most are members of the LDP, a right-wing nationalist party. The New York Times commented that it was the Tea Party of Japan. <laughs> Um, so a very succinct article on the uh, the political organization that uh, Shinzo Abe uh, comes from. Um, if you could go to the next link, John. So uh, Jesus. a cool thing that happened, um, partially because of work that uh, Shinzo Abe did, and then his successor, who was a very much Shinzo Abe replacement, uh, is that uh, Japan deletes military's role in comfort women system from textbooks, reneging on its Kono statement. So the Kono statement was basically saying, "All right, we're gonna we're gonna acknowledge that we did some shitty things in the past, and we'll like include it in our education, so that uh, kids in Japan will grow up knowing that like, hey, um, we we like Japan, but also Japan did some shitty things in the past at the very least, right? Uh, which uh, you know, you, you can see a lot of parallels in this to the U.S. and, and how the U.S. approaches education, where uh, states like Texas are trying to get rid of the, the idea that slavery was a thing. And instead saying like, well, there was like a labor relocation that happened from Africa to the United States. And, you know, these laborers weren't always treated well, but they were laborers rather than like uh, uh, explicitly calling them slaves sort of stuff. Um so, oh uh, yeah, that bullshit. Yeah, so uh, go ahead and scroll down just a little bit. Uh, to the picture? No, no, the no, to, to the article. The picture doesn't really the, matter. The meat. Show us the meat. Most of the people that uh, that that uh, engage with our podcast are actually listening. So, 
Oh, the, yeah. the Those are the only stuff. ones that matter, by the way. Yeah. Fuck the watcher. Fuck the watcher. It's all about the listener. It's all about the listener. This isn't kayfabe, by the way. I genuinely feel this way. Oh, okay. Fuck anyone that watches this. Fuck you. I hope you die in a fire. <laughs> I hope you get yeah. shot with sci-fi muskets made of duct tape. <laughs> uh, I hope you... Uh, I, I hope your your dead grandmother becomes a comfort woman. Wow! In, uh, I don't wow. I actually want that one. I just want you to be shot by guns. <laughs> That's the less <laughs> fucked up thing that I just said there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, according to a decision reached by the Japanese government in April 2021, textbooks used by juniors and seniors in Japanese high schools will no longer specify that the comfort women served the Japanese military during World War II. These textbooks have also removed all mention of forceful relocation, a term that has been used to emphasize the compulsory nature of Koreans' mobilization for Japan's war effort. When are we going to explain to people what comfort women are? In just a minute. It's, okay. it's coming up very soon. Oh. It's, I feel like that's something we should have covered by now. Well, I mean, I'm working. I'm, there's, look, man. You got this. You got a narrative going. Yeah, go, do, I, do I, 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 I make a whole go lesson to, plan for each of these. Oh, and I understand right. that, that while I'm, I'm, I'm going through all this, I have to deal with at least one drunk R word and probably mm -hmm. another R word that's been imbibing some other substance. And then, An illegal one. And then also I have to deal with myself. Uh, I'm addicted to heroin. I'm addicted to heroin. I'm coming out right now. Um, go ahead and go to the next link, John. I don't have memory. Just refresh that shit. Fuck, fuck kind of sham are we running here? Uh, so, so this is an article from an uh, uh, or organization called The Diplomat, which has pretty decent uh, uh, articles on... Uh, uh, Kind of the the Asia Pacific uh, politics of things. Um, the world is now beginning to realize Japan. Japanese Prime Minister Shinzo Abe's true intentions with his controversial visit to the y Yasukuni Shrine, which memorializes war dead, including Class A war criminals such, such as Hideki Tojo. He is no longer hesitant to reveal his true nature without question. The most conservative leader in Japan's post-war history. And he is a historical revisionist, notably uh, with respect to wartime Japan. By encouraging a spirit of nationalism, Abe is hoping to engender self-confidence and patriotism among the Japanese public. Um, so uh, one, of, one of his things that he decides to do is, is to visit this war shrine, uh, which, which is kind of like if, uh, I don't know, President Biden went to like a Confederate memorial I was like, yes, uh, General Lee, I'm so sad that you died when you were uh, doing all those bad things to make sure slaves could still be a part of America. Um, uh, we, we could probably actually just skip this, uh, the rest of this article and uh, and go to the next one. Uh, so if you aren't aware of what comfort women are yet, and I'll just explain ah. this. Um, comfort women are when uh, uh, Japan was an imperial nation doing a lot of imperialism and uh, it uh, sexually enslaved a bunch of Chinese and Korean women, but I think it was primarily Korean women. Um, there's been several times where uh, Korea especially has tried to uh, memorialize uh, these so-called comfort women. 
uh, who again were basically just sex slaves to an imperial force that had invaded their their lands. Um, and every time this has happened, Shinzo Abe has threatened some kind of uh, like uh, deterioration of uh, diplomacy between Korea and Japan. Um, he, he's he even gone so far as to say like this basically didn't happen. You guys are kind of making it up. Um, so go ahead and go to the next one, Phil. So, uh, uh, <clears throat> Shinzo Abe uh, actually has like a political legacy, um, which is, uh, his, his grandfather, uh, Nobusuke Kishi, uh, was, was, uh, an alleged war criminal that managed to squeak by through all of the like legal proceedings and then ended up becoming prime minister of Japan at a point, um, also, uh, coincidentally, had to uh, deal with an assassination attempt, uh, except uh, the assassination attempt in this case was not successful. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll also point out that, you know, much like the Nazis uh, coming over here in order to join our, you know, uh, JPL and things like that, um, we, when we ended up taking over Japan, uh fundamentally the same thing happened with a lot of their leadership except they didn't have like nuremberg trials yeah. per se uh and so for example uh one of their great war criminals uh actually went on to become the ambassador to japan uh for the us and then we ended up installing him conveniently after that uh as their finance minister which is was one of the most powerful ministries in the country um so just you know that kind of shit happened a lot with japan where we kind of like washed people and then put them back in power well and and that that happened a lot with germany also um yeah to, but at least we you know well well some... so, so the 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 argument I think that I cool. is that um the nuremberg trials happened because uh, Americans see Germans as all uh, other white people that like need to have the same rule of law and like the same standard, right. right? And a lot of what happened with Japan because Germany wasn't really barred from having a military ever again, right? And Japan was, and I I think that has something to do with uh, a lot of like really inherent racism and in how we dealt with Japan after the war. It, it and probably must... also has to do with which one of them ended up bombing the shit out of one of our cities. Oh, well, I mean, yeah, yeah. It, it doesn't help that Japan like also directly attacked the U.S., but you know, there, there's well, a lead up to that that uh, um, it we makes sense that Japan get... would do that. <laughs> Go ahead. As, well, it was probably also racist why we drop the bomb on them but we wouldn't yeah. want them to take vengeance on us with yeah, the military right. after yeah, you know and, we, and we, we dropped I mean, those bombs like, on them def, definitely racism involved like I, i'm not i'm not yeah, saying that that's not I, the I case like there's a there's a really funny uh uh like psa that they released uh back when they were trying to like rebuild uh, or or brainwash Japan or whatever the fuck they were doing. Uh, MacArthur was over there uh, talking about how the now the Japanese has a brain just like ours. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean there's there's so much of that kind of shit where it's, it's like, very funny. Yeah. It turns out we're part of the same species, <laughs> and we can make them think good thoughts if we just give them the right ideas. So so uh, 
you know, uh, Shinzo Abe's grandfather is an alleged war criminal. There's very credible evidence that he did a lot of, and, you know, w war crimes aren't really like a thing in, until somebody wins a war. Uh, so America, of course, committed a bunch of war crimes during the war as well. Whatever. Uh, war crimes, no matter what side you're on, are shitty. And Japan did a lot of bad stuff. Everybody did a lot of bad stuff during World War II. Um, but, you know, uh, we, we should hold these people accountable, including ourselves. And probably like the last, uh, I don't know, 10, 15 presidents should be held accountable for war crimes in America. Regardless. Um, you might you might make the mistake of thinking like, well, okay, Shinzo Abe is like a little bit shitty about like this historical past, but it's not really his fault. Uh, until you read about his relationship with his grandfather, which is basically trying to whitewash everything and uh, being like super proud and constantly bringing him up in speeches to uh, to say that he's a really cool guy. Um, unfortunately, it, it appears that uh, John has reached the end of his Wall Street Journal readership, but I'll, I'll go ahead and give a synopsis of this. Um, basically, Shinzo Abe had... Uh, constantly uh, cites his grandfather as being an inspiration to him. Uh, again, his grandfather being an extreme right-wing nationalist uh, who, uh, you know, we're talking about like a decade or two after, uh, after Japan has done all these horrible things, uh, all these war crimes, the comfort women thing, uh, which, which was sexual slavery. Uh, his <laughs> grandfather like participated in all these things orchestrated a lot of these things and then like less than 10 years later is like denying that they ever happened and shinzo abe kind of like worships this fucking guy um so it's it's a little bit deeper than like he's just a little bit shitty this, this shinzo abe is a person who uh probably agrees with this uh in private and then publicly just kind of has to like hand wave these these sort of things away um Go ahead and go to the next link. Why are your computer so forgetful? Yeah, yeah I have no idea. Get some fucking RAM, homie. Um, should have so plenty of RAM. These, these are the the other thing is like, all right, is Shinzo Abe supposed to take, uh, you know, the lashes for what Japan did during World War Two? Some people might be able to make the argument that, like, look, it's not really what he did or anything like that. He's just inherited this political uh, state, and and it did some bad things in the past. Why should he be held accountable for those? Um, then we then we move into things that Shinzo Abe actually functionally did during his uh, time as prime minister, which is uh, he he uh, instituted a state secrets bill, and uh, the state state. The state secrets protection bill will punish leakers with up to 10 years in prison and a 10 million yen fine. Um, thousands in Tokyo, this is from 2013, uh, thousands in Tokyo protested last week to oppose the state secrets protection bill in fear that it will allow the government to hide information from them. The bill created by the Liberal Democratic Party seeks to impose stricter penalties on those that reveal state secrets. Defense, diplomacy, counterterrorism, and counterespionage are the four categories that would be classified as state secrets. Um, 
how how do you d define uh something uh like diplomacy as a state secret i i have no fucking idea the others some might be able to make arguments for but i think all of them should be public knowledge more or less uh actually i think they should all be public knowledge um it is i think at, at, at best a like strict cool off time yeah, like give it a month or two, and then uh, like you gotta you gotta tell us what you've been up to. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, uh, bas basically, he instituted this massive uh, new censorship uh, bill, and um, then what he did on top of that was he uh, he took a bunch of like his weird uh, Nippon Kaigi like uh, advisors and stuff like that and uh put them in like prominent roles in news media so that they were like constantly they 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 were like state installed Tucker Carlson's um <laughs> basically saying like look whatever uh you know the conservative government does is actually good for us and you should just trust them on these sort of things uh so so really not much different than our media operating but these were actual state installed media operators um so yeah, just just a real shitty guy, and uh, you know, I I say all this uh, uh, understanding fully that there's a lot of parallels between this guy and someone like our current president or like the last couple of presidents we've had, who uh, all have this adversarial relationship to uh, to uh, public knowledge of uh, like what the state is up to, uh, you know. Biden is pursuing uh, Julian Assange for revealing state secrets all the same as the last couple of presidents before him. Um, so Yeah, but but like all the Democrats, he's really good at like finally getting the guy we're after, you know, like uh, right. Obama ended up getting Osama bin Laden and Biden got Julian Assange. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> So, uh, you know, Republican can't do that. <laughs> part of my intent in deciding to profile Shinzo Abe, other than the fact that the way he died is fucking hilarious, um, is uh, to also kind of make the point that uh, this this is also how American politics work, and and a lot of us just refuse to see it that way, um, you know. Trump obviously was a nightmare to to like state secrecy and stuff like that. But uh, Obama also instituted similar protocols with uh, how the uh, uh, the Department of Homeland Security operates, uh, renewed and expanded the Patriot Act, uh, all these other sort of like infringements on our rights. And so for as shitty as somebody like Shinzo Abe was, uh, he's kind of just like the baseline for an American politician uh, that makes it to the presidency for the last like two decades. Um, yeah. So I don't know if uh, anybody's got any further comments on that before we move on to some clown show shit. But uh, please, please uh, say things if you want to. You guys remember the video game that he put out uh, a while back? It was uh, Oddworld uh, Abe's Odyssey. Uh, Abe's Exodus. <laughs> One of my favorite games when I was a kid. I loved it. Game. He looked. He looks great in the game, by the way. Yeah. Uh, by the he way, speaking, a lot, though, speaking of games in Abe, um, <laughs> earlier today I posted a bunch of uh, video game photoshops with uh, 
uh, Tetsuo uh, Yamagami's weapons. Uh, okay, that's pretty them. racist. That, that's his real name. Um, All right. Okay. And uh, that that's gotten uh, not as many likes as it should have, honestly. So. Yeah. If you're listening, if you're viewing, uh, go to my Instagram page and click like on my cool memes. <laughs> yeah, you guys made him cry. Yeah, yeah. I should I should feel better about what I did for for like a, a half hour today. Um, you spent a half an hour on that? Well, I I made a couple of yeah, memes, good you know? boy. I, I made a couple of memes, dude. <laughs> Fuck. Anything that ble- anything that takes longer than thirty seconds, I refuse to post. That's not true at all. I know that's not true. <laughs> I've seen I've seen you make memes. You spend some time. Don't don't try to act all cavalier sure, about sure. it. Like, oh yeah, sure. the memes just fall out of my head. I don't know where they come from. No, you spend time. <laughs> they do. I'm I'm stupid. <laughs> I have a hole in my brain. <laughs> I'm so stupid. I can't even read. That's um, true. So, anyways, yeah, Shinzo Abe sucks. Also, uh, all of American politics sucks because uh, he kind of just like ripped off everything from american politics honestly um sorry if you said something i'm i'm not i i'm i'm, I'm sorry you'll have to repeat it i'm installing odd world i mean i'm in fact installing the whole the whole set of four games right now wow so if you could just chill for a second my internet might suffer a little bit because it's a few gigs so well, that's all right we don't yeah. have very much time left anyways yeah. um huh uh, we we had to go on. Rangers our... Wrath HD just finished, uh, so we're, we're we're doing good. To the shit clown show. The shit clown show. The clown what? shit show. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, a great level. So ignoring this uh, demon with business briefs at the very top. Uh, <laughs> Boris Johnson's resignation. What is going on in UK politics? Oh hell yeah! Hell yeah! <laughs> Emily in the chat says. TBH, I didn't hear the news, so the meme didn't make sense at the time. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> fair. <laughs> I mean, John, let's let's be honest here. John, did you know that Shinzo Abe had died before the podcast started tonight? Yeah, yeah. It actually, I learned on my oh. way to work, uh, oh, okay. which brief, which briefly made me happy until the universe decided to take all my happiness away. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, yeah. I. We we were pretty fast on it though because I uh, to be fair ended up doing mine quite a while before yours, uh, but uh, but as soon as I posted it, someone commented, "How the fuck is the internet this fast?" So you know yeah. we're we have brain problems. I slept in a little bit today. It was a work from home day, you know. So God damn, you fucking. I was, I was late to the news. I think I I am two hours ahead of you. That, that's uh, also it, true. So yeah. yeah, there's that. Yeah. Not not like that's why that's why I'm always wise, up but, on the news. Just the uh, rotation of the earth wise. Yeah, which is why I always wake up. Uh, you think I wake up at noon, uh, but I wake up at two p.m. every day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Boris Johnson, the UK Prime Minister, announced on Thursday that he would be stepping down as leader of the ruling Conservatives in the face of a torrent of resignations by ministers and mounting pressure from within the party. Uh, For now, he is still prime minister, but his resignation triggers a contest to replace him as head of his party. The winner will become both party leader and prime minister without the need for a national election. Isn't that great? Yay. Um, Go ahead and go down there. There's a point that the, uh, what, yeah, what, what caused this? Oh, hell yeah. What caused the crisis to erupt? Uh, This is hilarious. A man named Chris Pincher. Hold that on, last hold name on. I have is going to come there. in handy later. Yeah. 
you you need to say his name appropriately. Uh, you're saying Chris Pincher, which I understand it makes sense because that's what it would that's how an American would say it. It's Chris Pincher. He it's like someone who pinches Chris's. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> he's, a, he's a Chris Pincher. We're just gonna say it's actually uh, pronounced Chris Fondler. <laughs> it's Chris Pincher. It's Chris Fondler. Boy, it's Chris Pincher, Pincher, right? Uh, it's it's Chris gonna glass your face. Oi, 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 oi. Uh, Boy, is it? No, that's an Australian thing. Yeah, I don't you, you deviated a bit there. I don't talk to these people. Uh, Chris Pincher was appointed by Johnson as Deputy Chief Whip, a senior role involved in maintaining the discipline among fellow conservative MPs. He resigned last weekend after being accused by two men of drunkenly, drunkenly groping them at a private members club in London. <laughs> Johnson had like promoted Pincher in February to the position which comes with a pastoral care uh, responsibilities for, for colleagues. The prime minister declined to suspend Pincher from the party. Pressure began to build after four more allegations were reported in the Sunday papers, including accusations that he had groped two conservative MPs. Pincher has denied the allegations. Johnson apologized earlier this week after it emerged that he had been briefed that Pincher was the subject of previous sexual mis misconduct complaints before he appointed him. The prime minister said he had forgotten. <laughs> well, well, my, I, I forgot that he had all these allegations against him, and I'm very sorry, but uh, yeah. I don't know. So question here, uh, and yeah. this is, this is going to define a lot of my life going forward, I think. Um, but do we live in a world where nominative where nominative determinism is real uh where it it's because because there's a man named Chris Johnson Bonner. uh <laughs> and someone named named Pincher that they necessarily because of their names had to get into some kind of weird sex scandal is, is that what's happening here or am i a schizophrenic who's Who's living in a simulation? I mean, both. Yeah, why? Why can't both be true? Yeah. Also, also, I think, uh, you know, J Johnson only became a term for penis like after the name Johnson, right? So he's not older than the name Johnson. No, but his name is older than than like it being a term for penis. I think. Yeah, but we're not. But but I mean, nominative determinism isn't necessarily going to. That's that's not going to. Well, what, I'm, what I'm trying apply to, to people to you, who exist outside of that context. What I'm trying to suggest to you is that this actually goes deeper than you think, and you should be more schizophrenic about it. Where maybe enough oh, okay. Johnsons that's were comforting. showing their penis so many times that Johnson became synonymous with penis, and then now uh, that penis is synonymous with Johnson, Johnson can't help but be. Uh, like a, a penis pinched by pincher, you know. That's, that's good. That's very yeah. good. I went deep yeah. on that one. <laughs> you know what I mean, Johnson penis. Uh, hey, you get it later. What do you mean? Uh, so, uh, John, go ahead and skip a link. Um, we'll, we'll go back to the link between. But uh, Dorian really wanted us to watch. Uh, uh, yeah. Boris why Johnson's do we why are we still logged into the accounts that have ads we don't i don't know i, I literally to. got the uh the premium <laughs> for the, the purposes of the podcast 
Oh, and you folks, know what? This I, is where your money goes when I you guess... donate to the Benzo Rehab Dungeon. Our absolute refusal to use subscriptions. <laughs> That's so the best that, that... producer that a podcast has ever had. <laughs> <laughs> so, funny thing. I generally uh, use on a different window uh, mm. a, uh, a uh, window that signed into the Benzo Rehab's YouTube page. But I just assume that the one for the show is signed in because of the other accounts it's signed into. So that's my fault. You know, maybe if I'm just throwing this out there, but maybe if we didn't show up like five minutes before we started recording, we could like uh, hammer hey, some of these. I don't need to out. do any prep. And Look, it's I... uh, 15, 15 <laughs> minutes early to work. Yeah. He's pretty generous. And... <laughs> let's, let's be let's be real here. My the reason I'm on this podcast, the reason I'm on this podcast has nothing to do with my with my credentials or our friendship. It has to do with my my chaotic neutral character. Mm. And if I were to prepare at all for the show, my charm would evaporate. Yeah, sure, man. Yeah. Anyway, the reason <laughs> that I sent you this link before the show uh, yeah, is, is, the only uh, research is because... you did was find this link of Jordan Boris Johnson's yeah. resignation. Yeah. yeah, but but the the reason that I I wanted us to watch this is because it uh, it just establishes again that uh, Boris is much like Trump in the sense that he's just the queeniest fucking guy in the universe, and I fucking love it. It's so fucking funny to me. And the fact that conservatives love this kind of man uh, is just, I, I mean, number one, again, proof that this is the fault of white women. <laughs> but but also just awesome. It's just, I mean, we already know that a lot of people who are conservatives are, are that way because they're like closeted, this or that. So, I mean, it would make sense that they'd be trying to put one of them in power. Uh, but uh, yeah, anyway, it's just, it's very funny to me how fucking... All right. Well, How much uh, John, John go ahead off. and unmute the video before you start playing it. Yeah, I caught that. And now, now play it. Thank you, thank you. It is clearly now the will of the Parliamentary Conservative Party that there should be a new leader of that party and therefore a new Prime Minister. And I've agreed with Sir Graham Brady, the chairman of our backbench MPs, that the process of choosing that new leader should begin now and the timetable will be announced next week. And I've today appointed a cabinet to serve as I will until a new leader is in place. So I want to say to the millions of people who voted for us in 2019, many of them voting conservative for the first time. Thank you for that incredible mandate. The biggest conservative majority since 1987, the biggest share of the vote since 1979. And the reason I have fought so hard in the last few days to continue to deliver that mandate in person was not just because I wanted to do so, but because I felt it was my job, my duty, my obligation to you to continue to do what we promised in 2019. And of course, I'm immensely proud of the achievements of this government from getting Brexit done to settling our relations uh, with the continent for over half a century, uh, reclaiming the power for this country to make its own laws in Parliament, getting us all through the pandemic 
delivering the fastest vaccine rollout in Europe, the fastest exit from lockdown, and in the last few months, leading the West in standing up to Putin's aggression in Ukraine. And let me say now to the people of Ukraine that I know that we in the UK will continue to back your fight for freedom for as long as it takes. And at the same time, in this country, we've been pushing forward a vast program of investment in infrastructure and skills and technology, the biggest in a century, because if I have one insight into human beings, it is the genius and talent and enthusiasm and imagination are evenly distributed throughout the population, but opportunity is not. And that's why we must keep leveling up, keep unleashing the potential of every part of the United Kingdom. And if we can do that in this country, we will be the most prosperous in Europe. And in the last few days, I've tried to persuade my colleagues that it would be eccentric to change governments when we're delivering so much and when we have such a vast mandate and when we're actually only a handful of points behind in the polls, even in midterm after quite a few months of pretty relentless sledging and when the economic scene is so difficult domestically and internationally. And I regret uh, not to have been successful in those arguments. And of course, it's painful not to be able to see through so many ideas and, and projects myself. But as we've quick? seen at uh, yeah. uh, Westminster... I don't think this guy has a soul, man. <laughs> I really I really wanted to work things out with my ex, but, you know, I, I was trying really hard, and she's just a giant bitch, and she's a fucking psycho, man, and, you know... Like it, it was, it was pretty tough at home, you know, like we didn't have a whole lot of money and stuff and she just didn't fucking understand that. And so she was just, you know, she was fucking nuts and she was so fucking crazy. And I, you know, maybe wouldn't, we didn't have to break up, but she's just fucking nuts. And I, I didn't want to do it, but you know. Yeah. So, uh, th this guy is going also through what should be considered like the worst moment of his, his life politically and personally to some degree, because like, you know, this is his career. Um, absolutely no emotion as he goes through this talk. Uh, yeah, yeah, but also this doesn't have to be his worst moment. This just means that he's going to enter into the private uh, industry world and he's going to make way more money. Yeah, and then right. he's going to be just, looked at less. Which is why I'm pointing <laughs> this out is because what should be like a, a major defeat for this guy if he was a genuine person trying to achieve some goal politically uh, is really just him being like, all right, well, game's up and I've got to go on now to the, to the private sector and this, that, and the other, mate. See you around, but have a good making, time. But while just being extraordinarily catty to, uh, to everyone in his party, yeah, right. yeah. it continues, but it, it's, it's, a, it's a little understated, but I still find yeah, it very, well, very funny. Well, he ends up uh, getting more into it, I think, because he, he says something about, like, the herd later on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, yeah. the herd. Go, anyway. go ahead and uh, continue playing it. Uh, the herd instinct is powerful. Oh, when the herd moves, oh, there it, goes. it moves. And my friends, in politics, no one is remotely indispensable. And our brilliant and Darwinian system will produce another leader equally committed to taking this country forward. Oh, way to start sounding like Hitler. <laughs> right. All right. All right there. The Ubermensch will provide, I guarantee you. <laughs> <laughs>
tough times, not just helping families to get through it, but changing and improving the way we do things, cutting burdens on businesses and families, and yes, cutting taxes, because that is the way to generate the growth and the income we need to pay for great public services. And to that right, new leader, I say yes. There is nobody. Well, never mind. There are people stupid enough to believe that cutting taxes is actually how you pay for public services, but that's not how it fucking works at all. No. <laughs> well, see, what happens is when when uh, when you cut taxes, that means that every dollar spent contributes less to taxes. And, and uh but but this frees up more money to be spent and and so you uh you 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 expand on that lesser return and and that's actually what's best for uh public services which uh come from taxes is is where uh you you uh de deplete like the the dollar per amount uh that you get back when somebody spends something uh, but but you like slightly increase the amount of money that people are spending. That's uh that's just good tax policy. This, this is like uh uh R word British Reaganomics essentially. <laughs> um. Uh, continue playing. Whoever he or she may be, I say I will give you as much support as I can, and to you, the British public. I know that there will be many people who are relieved and uh, perhaps quite a few who will also be disappointed. And I want you to know how sad I am to be giving up the best job in the world. But them's the breaks. I want to thank Carrie and our children, all members of my family who've had to put up with so much for so long. I want to thank the peerless British Civil Service for all the help and support that you have given our police, our emergency services, and of course, our fantastic NHS, who at critical moment helped to extend my own period in office, as well as our armed services and our agencies that are so admired around the world, and our indefatigable Conservative Party members and supporters, whose selfless campaigning makes our democracy possible. I want to thank the wonderful staff here at Checkers, uh, here at number 10, and of course at Checkers, and our fantastic prop force detectives, the one group, by the way, uh, who never leak. What? Above all, <laughs> I want to thank They're not you, leakers. the British public, for the immense privilege that you have given me. Oh, yeah, and can, I want you to know that from now on... Yeah. Minute. Yeah. So, no longer necessary. Uh, um, well, if they just didn't have such hard thinking, you know, and if, uh, if they didn't be poopity poopity poop, he's he's a funny man. I almost heard what you said, but you're very quiet now. All of a sudden, shut up, Mike. There we go. That's better. <clears throat> all right. Well, I had to uh, swallow the microphone. Yeah, you you don't actually have to do that. You probably just need to turn up your gain or something, or, or maybe like talk more clearly. I don't know. Um so uh we we have uh this this dork ass nerd uh uh re retiring to private life so that he can make more money um after doing a bunch of like incredibly damaging things to uh to the United Kingdom and its economy and like uh 
by by economy i mean like the the real bread and butter issues of like people not living in absolute uh, austerity um but cool but guy. mostly the problem of just getting his hair all over everyone's sweaters yeah i mean he does look silly when his hair is blowing around i i, oh, I honestly boy. think that his hair is like an intentional aspect about him to just like detract from like all the other stuff so that people are just like his hair's so stupid right um rather than like taking a more nuanced critique of him he just has hey. stupid hair hey. as a, like a distraction it worked for hitler okay yeah no it did work for hitler <laughs> he's taking <laughs> on hitler's uh hitler's like not not mustache but like a general hair uh uh philosophy which is if i look stupid nobody will take me seriously until it's too late it um, worked for shinzo abe okay <laughs> it worked for donald trump okay it worked for barack obama okay all all of them have stupid hair so we have uh we have one last l that we have to take a look at uh before we go and that's uh uh elon musk tries to walk away from twitter deal Okay. Uh, go go ahead and go down yeah, to the uh, the the body of the article. Uh, Elon Musk will try to bail on his forty four billion dollar agreement to buy Twitter, claiming that the social media company hasn't met its contractual obligations, according to a statement filed with the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission. Uh, this could set up a massive legal fight between Musk and Twitter, with the Delaware court as the deal's ultimate arbiter. Um, basically Musk is, uh, claiming that, uh, when, when he signed the deal to buy Twitter, uh, Twitter wasn't being honest about how many bot accounts there were on the platform. Um, something that wasn't really like noted in the deal to begin with, but it's what he's trying to use to get out of it. Uh, e even if he like gets out of the deal, he'll probably owe Twitter at least a billion dollars because he like promised them that much at the very least. Uh, regardless of whether or not the deal went through um and uh, a court in delaware which is uh, joe biden's hometown is uh, gonna decide whether or not elon musk is contractually obligated to fulfill the purchase or uh if he can actually back out of it and then like pay some kind of damages to twitter instead um but to, to everyone who uh was like uh cheerleading elon musk uh, this includes Tim Pool, who I think earnestly thinks Elon Musk is going to save Twitter somehow. Uh, this this includes Dave Rubin, who I think is like hoping Elon Musk will uh, save Twitter somehow. Um, people like Ben Garrison, famous cartoonist, uh, uh, who uh, sometimes delivers bangers, but also other times has no fucking idea what he's talking about, um, thinking that Elon Musk is going to bring freedom to the Twitter platform. Uh, they, they've all been played for rubes because it turns out uh, uh, the, the great man theory of Elon Musk as a guy who knows what he's doing at all times is, is uh, not true and he's actually just a, a baby idiot who has a bunch of money and all of his money has been able to like smooth over all of his blunders until now where he made like a 44 billion dollar blunder that uh, now hangs in the balance of the court. And the court's probably just going to take mercy on him because the court, like, especially in Delaware, uh, Delaware just sucks off rich people all the time. 
So <laughs> it'll be <laughs> fine for him probably. And and all the Elon Musk fanboys would be like, ah, he had it planned out the whole time, but he didn't. He's just a fucking moron. You ever uh, you ever wonder why you haven't met uh, anyone that was born in Delaware? Well, I'll tell you why. Because yeah. they, they, I mean, they died sucking off rich people. And, and, and... <laughs> it's it's not because it's a relatively small state. It's because uh, that's where they make all of the credit cards. It is. Uh, and they it make is. them out of uh, children oh, ground no. into, a, <laughs> into a petrochemical goo, which they then use to process uh, into plastic and credit cards. Yeah, that checks out, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Well, cool. What a good note in the podcast on. Um, Take my Madison. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. You got to do pitches first. Come on, man. Yeah, pitch. Pitch us something. Yeah, pitch us something. I'll sell you this pencil. <laughs> pencil. Turn your drill camera on. Stop being a fox for a minute. Absolutely not. I'm a foxy little guy. Oh, buddy. Uh, well, do you want to give a pitch though actually yeah 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 yeah, just yeah. Keep saying that. um okay so um yeah we released the first truncata podcast uh where i and uh stone seppuku uh and kayla everyone knows kayla um all went over as they lay dying by william faulkner it was a joy it was it it went it very was, well it was actually so a that's, good listen um oh, thanks thank you. thank you uh but that's up on the patreon but it's also free it's free to listen to regardless of uh, whether or not you've subscribed so go over to patreon.com slash truncata t-r-u-n-c-a-t-a and listen to that the first few episodes of it will, in fact, be free, uh, probably the first three or four. And I already have a few uh, that are in the works right now that we're planning. I'll announce those uh, later, but all of them are very exciting. Um, and um, otherwise, uh, yeah, if you do live in the North Carolina area, check out Field Trip if you're into noise music or if you're into weird philosophy stuff, which I, I would hope and assume you are listening to this they also sell a whole lot of zines uh, and uh, tapes finals things like that so a lot of weird philosophy music stuff so check them out if you're in in or around uh, greensboro north carolina one of the original members of uh, early theory graham's potato gang runs that place uh, good hell people. yeah um, otherwise, uh, don't think I have any other pitches. Wonderful. All right. Well, uh, we here at the Benzo Rehab Dungeon uh, consider ourselves a little bit of a public access rehab facility, uh, which is to say that uh, <laughs> we we are free and we will always be free. Uh, however, if you would like to... Freedom isn't free. <laughs> Dude, shut up, man. I'm in the middle of my You pitch. said, however, after saying a bunch of stuff about how it's free, you should say, however, freedom isn't free. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Take however, it from me. Freedom marketing. isn't free. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, if, if you would like to support this project, you can please go to uh, Benzo, or sorry, <laughs> Benzo, patreon.com slash Benzo Rehab Dungeon. Uh, you can give as much or as little as you like. It won't uh, get you anything special because uh like i said we're we're public access and uh your your uh generous donation or non-donation is appreciated either way um 
And um, with that being said, as always, we love you. Please take your medicine. Please, leave um, please take mine too. Save the line. Save the line. <laughs> and save some for your friends, bitches. Hell yeah. You know, you lied to them about the Patreon. And you continue to lie to them about the Patreon. I, we're uh, we're going to upload a picture of my couch, as we promised. Oh, that's uh, right. Okay. Oh. Uh, they're going to see I'm my couch. I'm just now going to end the audio recording. fucking idiots. <laughs>